Talk Live. Quite a delay. And we're back. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm late to the game. <laughs> yeah, real late. Apologize. Nikki looked like she was doing something with her phone that we yeah. tried to participate I'm, in. I'm even marketing. Though we even though we weren't invited to participate? Oh, I, I included you guys. Okay. We this just... is my uh, my Fan free page? talk live marketing, yeah. Okay. Good good job. Well done. Market away. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if we were like crashing something else you were trying to do. No, I mean, this is <laughs> this is uh, my main thing right now, I guess, doing the show. <laughs> Well, welcome. Uh, what are what are the listeners listening to, Steve? Uh, this is Free Talk Live. Oh, very good. Yes. What's what's our phone number, Nikki? 603-283-6160. Who's Feel the, free to call in. Who's in the first chair? That's Captain. That's the authentic uh, Lord Reverend, Reverend Dr. Captain <laughs> Kickass. Esquire. Buckshot Esquire, well, if, if you will. If you will. Wow. I think Ooh, I got all of them. You did. Not yeah. going out of the park, man. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did we already say the phone number? Yeah. Oh, then I got to do a thing. I got to do uh, Captain's Log, start well, date, one 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 two two zero two three. He gets the intro. Well, I mean, yeah. All oh, right. well, who are you? <laughs> Steve Glasson. Oh. Yeah, who, who even? <laughs> yeah. No one really cares it's about just ca- us, It's I just Captain it's just tonight. Yeah. Captain and his posse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Captain and his posse. I'm just hogging all yeah. the spotlight. You know. And uh, I'm Nikki. <laughs> I got I got distracted by by Nikki's marketing. Yeah. <laughs> I really threw everybody I'm off. I'm all sorts of combobulated yeah. now. I, I might even be whelmed. <laughs> it's true. Not overwhelmed. No, not just, underwhelmed. No, not just discombobulated, just combobulated. Combobulated, yeah. Perhaps recombobulating now that I'm beyond the combobulation stage. But we don't know. What is the captain's log, please? I already did. <laughs> no, you yeah. didn't. Yeah. I interrupted you. Uh, because no, you didn't did do it. the intro. I did the whole thing. Should we just hit the music again and start all over? Free talk live. Let's not do that. Uh, I did do Captain's Log Saturday at 1112 I've done it twice. All right. So I guess we're recombobulated now. Now we've we've surpassed very, that as well. Very well. <laughs> but please call in and save us. Uh, 603-283-6160. Uh, Free Talk Live is a live call-in radio program where... Uh, you could call in, talk about whatever's on your mind, uh, or talk about whatever we're talking about, or you know, whatever. That's how it works. It's free talk live. Uh, <laughs> so I just pulled up the first story. Uh, I know we titled the show something like uh, "Man Stabbed Over Remote Control." I so I mean I've had a number of girlfriends over the course of my life. Several mm. of them live in, if you will. Or we live together, we cohabitated. And you can talk about this even though you have a wife? I, I, well, I According don't. According to the Gigi? I, uh, I don't. A wife a and a girlfriend. Uh, or yeah. perhaps I have the best kind of wife, one who never says anything to me. <laughs> She's nice uh, and quiet. You know, she she doesn't bother me. She doesn't care how late I stay out. You know, all these kinds of things. Nice. Uh, but no, uh, I've, I've had the argument over the remote control for the television, you know? Yes. Like, well, I'm watching this, right? You know, yeah. you only got one TV in the house right. or something like that, you know? And like, well, I want to watch this. Like, oh, how do you how do you resolve that? You time shift it. 
Okay. Or you get like a second TV. Second TV. Right? You yeah. know, like yeah. you kick her a, out. You, you know, if you're if you're <laughs> trying to out. if you're trying to watch a sports thing, maybe you go to the bar. Ooh, right. Well, yeah. that, you, so can't, can, you, you can't. You can't watch her thing, that. and you know you yeah. can go watch her, or you go to a buddy's house. I will or something. say, uh, some people are crazy. Like you'd think, like okay, like a solution would be mm-hmm. nice, right? Right. Yeah. I know people, men and women. You know, women kind of get like all the the flack for being crazy. Men can be unreasonable as well. No. Um, and I, I've seen circumstances, not specifically <laughs> to the TV, so. but uh, where it's like, okay, there's an issue. And you're like, okay, the, here are some solutions, right? Right. And nothing will make them happy. You know, so it's like, oh, well, I'll go to the bar and, and watch the game if you want the TV. And you're going to no, come home I drunk. Want you to stay. Yeah, and then you're going to come home drunk. I want you to stay here. Right. And you know what I mean? So right. it's like. Get out there and cut the lawn. What, what usually. That's what I'm saying. You know, usually in that case, what they out. want is to. What they want is to win the argument and then also have you there and watch whatever they wanted with you. And so I that think that happens so that they a lot can, of the time, you know, yeah. Like either because they want to spend time with you, which hopefully that's the reason, or because they just want to gloat for like another hour or two. Yeah, right. just, you know, I Because won. they won the argument or whatever. So yeah. anyway, uh, this is, you know, this is a thing. Hopefully, uh, you know, couples out there, yeah. hopefully you've figured out ways to resolve this. And I'm just, I'm assuming that if it gets to the point where there's a physical altercation over this, that these are probably crazy, unreasonable people. Yeah. Well, that's this, my assumption. Buy another TV. This from WTAE.com. Dot com. I believe this is out of Pittsburgh. Pizzaborg. Pennsylvania. A man stabbed after repeatedly asking Pittsburgh woman for TV remote. <laughs> Michelle Robinson, age 57, is charged with aggravated assault. Wait, did she stab him in the hand? A man told police a woman stabbed him in the hand in the hand. after he repeatedly asked for the TV remote. The incident happened around 12.15 a.m. Tuesday on the 2800 block of Bedford Avenue in Pittsburgh's Bedford Dwellings neighborhood. That's a lot of information. Yeah. Well researched. Yeah, I know. Okay, what's their address? <laughs> yeah, in that in that probably like 2801 or something, right? Yeah. The 28 block. Yeah. 2800 block. Anyway. 2800 block. According to a criminal complaint for Michelle Robinson... 57 of Pittsburgh. The victim told police Robinson was keeping the remote control from him in her purse, and he asked for it multiple times. According to the court paperwork, the third time the victim asked, Robinson pulled a knife out and stabbed him Only in the hand. three times? Wow. Third time's a charm. <laughs> something. Or it's, a hand stabbing. It's, uh, it's something. This happened at 12.15 a.m. on what night? Tuesday. Tuesday. What what could so, be so important on television at twelve fifteen a.m. on a Tuesday in Pittsburgh? And also, like everybody has DVR, everything's recorded. Yeah. Like you know, she's watching something on Netflix. You know, although like something I, that is pre-recorded. Although at age fifty-seven, you don't know. Like maybe, you know, yeah. maybe they don't have that skill set. But I will say, <laughs> um, my my assessment was correct. As, like she's crazy. Oh, you think? Yeah. According to court paperwork, the third time... Yeah, we already said that. The court paperwork said that Robinson initially told police the victim stabbed himself. (laughs) They always do that, you know? stabbed himself. And then later said... attention. And then later said the victim had assaulted her. They do that too, where it's like, you know, I'm going to stab you. And then the cops come and they're... Oh, he's beating me! But Nikki, you're supposed to believe them all. Yeah. Every one of them. They would never lie. No. Never. never. Why, would, why would anybody lie to no. further their own personal agenda? Never. 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 It's, not like, it's not like they learned it from politicians. 
Anyway, police said that Robinson later made a spontaneous utterance that she did indeed stab the victim. Oh. Uh, Talking to the police. Talking to herself because she's nuts. She's like, I'm glad I stabbed you. I should have stabbed him a couple more times in the other hand or something. (laughs) Robinson had also told police the man wanted to watch football, but she wanted to listen to music. Oh, it was music, right? Yeah. yeah. Football on Tuesday morning at 12.15. What what is he? What football is he watching? And, I think, and it's Pittsburgh, so they got to be talking about either college or NFL. College game on a Tuesday night, but I don't. Is it worth your life? Uh, yeah, or a hand? <laughs> yeah, jeez. Oh um, you know, perhaps they did have some sort of DVR thing going oh. on, right? And he they could only watch, play back one. He wanted to watch the, the Monday Steelers night game, game or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, but it's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so they're, we're not talking about football. Right, yeah, like football. So- soccer could happen. Right, on right, a Tuesday, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a U.S. publication from a U.S. city. Odds are they're talking about not soccer. Right. What was the Tuesday night or the Tuesday night? Game? What was the Monday night kick? <laughs> was that this week? Is that this, this past? Uh, month? Let's see. When was this published? Uh, November seventh. So it would have been a week ago. Yeah. So mm. I don't know what the solution is for you and and your situation and. You know, for for anybody out there who's trying to, you know, figure out how to how to handle the remote in your household, but stabbing somebody in the hand not the answer. No, just wanted to throw that out there. No, I mean to- we only I only have one TV right between the two of us, but I have so many other devices. Matt has like probably four laptops. I have one. We have cell phones. I have a tablet. I could get if I really wanted. You know what I mean? Like. I just can't imagine a world where, like, you have two people in 2023 that don't have a computer, a cell phone, something else that <laughs> a it's magic like, rectangle, and they yes. both have something. to watch at the same time. Right. Yeah. We're gonna sit down and watch the same. So the Steelers haven't played since uh, week two, which was September 18th. And they just played today. So, that, so maybe oh. he's watching the old, you know, game from September. Oh. He had to watch. Yeah, that. but it didn't say they were watching the Steelers, or he wanted to watch the Steelers. Well, I mean, if you're in Pittsburgh, right, you, but. Like, I mean, yeah. lots of people are just fans of football. Yeah, they just they watch whatever. Yeah, you know. yeah. could have the red zone. Especially if they've got, like, gambling going on. Oh. They've got the fantasy football oh, thing. Yeah, people love and, you know, fantasy football. Yeah. Do, do, I know a guy who flies from, like, the West Coast to down to, like, Florida every year to, like, participate in a fantasy football thing. To wow. bet in Florida? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's a I, league yeah, or think, something? Well, it's their own personal league, so it's not, like, Official, it's it's below board, right? Right. Like, there's no website for it. It's just a right. group of guys get together and they have their own method, their own pool, whatever it is. Uh, I'm not a fantasy football guy, so I don't know how these things work. Yeah. Uh, but like, it sounds complicated. It's, it's so important to him that he, he flies fly across country, like once a year to you know to well, participate. The only time his, I watch football buddies. is when I get paid to watch football, mm. and I haven't got paid to watch football in a while, so yeah, I've given up. Okay, well, good enough. Uh, moral of the story here: Don't stab people over the TV remote. <laughs> don't watch. I do remember. <laughs> I do remember uh, one girlfriend uh, in particular that I used to make her mad every time I said this. I would say something like, "Well, I'm the man. The remote belongs to me." Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> she stabbed him. That'll in. get you stabbed. Yeah, that'll get you stabbed right there. And she would say stuff like, "I hate when you say that." And I'm like, yeah. "Well, that's why I say it." Right? But like, you know. You're going to push my buttons. I'm going to push back. Yeah. Right? You know, that's, that's really all. And then there. she harumph, harumphs out of the room, and you get to watch whatever you want. We had more than one TV, so yeah. like it wasn't, you know. <laughs> but I did keep the remote, you know, in my recliner. Right? Mm, it in had your the purse. Little, it had the little 
thing that hung over the arm. Yeah, I guess it was a little recliner purse. You keep yeah. the remote yeah. in there, a couple of remotes, right? You know, maybe some spare batteries so you don't have to get up when the remote dies. Oh. Mm. You know? A friend of mine had, he had this remote control that basically, it was a, a custom remote control. I don't know where he got it. But basically, if you go into a sports bar and you just hit this oh, this yeah. button, it basically starts changing channels oh, and bringing funny. volumes up yeah. and down. Yeah, and that'll start a bar fight. I, I used to live in. <laughs> you a, would just hit it, and the whole place would go so nuts. Funny. I used to live in a trailer park, right? Yeah. So all the trailers very close together. Uh, yep. you, you open up your living room windows, right? <laughs> and everybody <laughs> subscribes to the same cable company. Yep. All the remotes work on everybody else's boxes. We used to have fights. Right, with neighbors, like where, I mean, it was fun, right? It was yeah. kind of like laser tag. Like everybody would duck down, and then when change nobody the was watching, you like remote click, either turn it on, turn Hit it the off, next, change the channel, the turn the volume yeah. up, turn it down, whatever, <laughs> change it to something they didn't want to watch. Yeah. And then they turn around and look over and see nobody. Yeah. Because uh, you were like, a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. right. We would do that. That was a lot of fun. I think they've changed remotes now to where, like, I don't think that's possible anymore. I think mm. everybody, I don't you know. know. They're, they're, they click with one box or whatever when you. First power them up, you got to like, yep, this is the remote oh, for this it, box. Oh, yeah, it, it, yeah. There's some smart, sort of encryption or something TV, that yeah. happens there. Yeah, it identifies itself and links itself only to that cable box right. or whatever. It takes all the fun out of it. It does, yeah. yeah. But it was fun for. It's kind of like yeah. prank phone calls. I'm older than uh, last <laughs> caller call ID. Return. Yeah. I'm older than oh, caller yeah. ID. Yeah, right. There used to be no star six nine. Nope. You know, you could not return. You had to like get a warrant. To find, like, if somebody prank called yeah. you, you had to, like, figure out, like, you file something with the police, get a warrant before you could get somebody to trace the call where it came from. Right. You know, or give you at least the 10 digit number that the call originated from. Uh, so we used to do prank phone calls. We used to look oh. up, we used to look up the last name Booger. Oh, <laughs> you were talking about that. <laughs> Have I told this already? Yeah. I know I'm the old. story. I'm old. I tell these stories again and again. <laughs> I'll tell it one more time. Yeah. We used to look up the last name Booger in the, in the phone book, and it would say something like, you know, Dave Booger. Or Dave and Melissa Booger, right? You know, and like, you know, female answers the phone. We're like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm looking for Bill Booger, please. And and she's like, uh, I'm sorry, who? And we're like, Bill Booger. And she's like, yeah, there's nobody here by that name. Like, well, this is the Booger residence, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is Mrs. Booger. How can I help you? Well, I'm sorry. I guess I must have picked the wrong Booger. <laughs> and then you hang up and you laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're on the ground laughing. <laughs> yeah. And there was nothing they could do about it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I used to do a lot of prank phone calls, too. Yeah, that was just a thing. Back in the day. It was just, yeah. Back in the day, it was fun. I think I've reached the statute of limitations, though. Right? They can't. They can't. I'm <laughs> yeah, admitting. Right. I'm I admitting know, this. Like, I I Rotary that, phone. Yeah, but this is all before I was 18, anyway. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. Ten years old. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, moving right along. Uh, we have a number two story. Number two. I'm not sure. Well, because we're coming up on the bottom of the hour here. Yeah. I'm not sure. That that the, phone, the phone board is loaded up. No, it's no, not. No, no. All right, fine. Uh, this from <laughs> SFGate.com, tonight's number two story. Four men charged in theft of satirical golden toilet titled America at Churchill's birthplace. All right, a lot to unpack here. Four men. <laughs> four men. Not they're, they're heavy. I saw a gold toilet. A gold I mean, toilet. Not wise men, apparently, but there no. are four no. men have been charged in a theft of a satirical golden toilet. Now, I know what a toilet is. I can imagine what a golden toilet might look like. They have a picture of, I'm assuming, the aforementioned uh, satirical golden toilet Mm. in the article, but I can't show people that on the radio. Mm. Uh, And so I'm not sure what a satirical golden toilet is, unless it's, like, not really gold. 
you know, it's like it's fool's gold, pyrite. spray painted yeah, gold spray painted. or something. You know, I don't know. So it's not 14 karat or anything. I think satirical is probably the wrong word. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, and then why would you name a satirical golden toilet America? If you're Churchill? Ugh. Well, and then who is Churchill? Uh, he was the prime minister during World War II for Britain. For the U- so for the Winston Churchill? Winston, I believe it's Winston. It just says Churchill. I would assume, yeah. I, you, that's what I would assume. Or it's Churchill Downs. We will in, fight in, in the Kentucky, fields and in the streets. We shall defend our honor. That bit from Iron Maiden, where it's Churchill's speech. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they took a sample of Churchill and mm-hmm. put it... Anyway, yeah, talking about metal again. Uh, so why would you put a satirical golden toilet at Churchill's birthplace... And call it America. There's so many questions. Just based on this headline alone, there's a lot to unpack here. So his birthplace was that at the hospital, maybe? Ooh, I, I would don't assume know. Did they just mean the town, right? The town, the city, at his house. Well, like, yeah. What what is a birthplace? And it's right? funny that is the it? number two story is coming from San Francisco Gate. <laughs> like they are the number two capital of the world. Yeah, I think. that's true. <laughs> yeah, watch watch where you're walking on yeah. the sidewalk. They have an app for that. Uh, so the photo that they have, though, does show a rather industrial-looking, uh, you know, we'll say restroom. It looks like it's on a gas station. It, it kind of does. It's an odd shape. Uh, the walls are all white. The stainless steel double-roll toilet paper dispenser. Looks like there's a paper towel, uh, you know, dispenser beneath or above a, uh, what do you call it, a trash can? It's like can. it's built into a corner. It somehow. does. It almost looks like a, it almost looks like a prison type of a setup ah. not that i've been to prison but you know just guessing. can imagine yeah. uh it's satirical right. it's satirical yeah okay london ap four men were charged monday over the theft of an 18 karat gold toilet well wow how how is that satirical i think it just in general it's supposed to be a joke right <laughs> it's a real it's a real golden toilet but it's only 18 karat Maybe it's, it's not just not hooked up to plumbing. Maybe that's what they mean. Oh, it looks like it's hooked up to plumbing. I mean, maybe it's not, but anyway, uh, four men charged Monday, a uh, theft of an 18-karat gold toilet from Blenheim Palace, the sprawling English country mansion, where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. You sound like you're from The Onion at the top of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> this is not The Onion <laughs> News. This is SFGate. Uh, okay, so we've answered the question, uh, Churchill's birthplace, meaning the mansion okay. in which he was born. Uh, so apparently this golden toilet uh, was in, in the mansion, Blenheim Palace. Home birth, cool. The toilet valued at 4.8 million pounds. Wow. Or $5.95 million. Wow. Was an artwork titled America. Oh, it was just a piece of art. It wasn't a real uh-huh. toilet. When you when you sit on it, do you wipe your president? <laughs> <laughs> you use pound notes. <laughs> hey, that's just like Congress flush. <laughs> and intended as a pointed satire about excessive wealth by Italian conceptual artist Maurizio Catalan. It was part of an art installation at Blenheim Palace near the city of Oxford a few days before it vanished overnight in September 2019. <laughs> wow. So imagine you're like, like, hey, everybody, the the new art toilet is getting installed. It's 18-karat uh, gold, and mm. it's part of this whole art installation. Now, 
the room that they have it in does not look like art at all. No. Right? Like the toilet, okay, I could see the toilet being considered art just because it's all shiny and gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But the room is just, I mean, it looks the like gas a gas station, station. restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's a weird shape. It's got, you know, regular toilet paper holders in it, whatever. Uh, but at any rate, the Crown Prosecution Service said Monday it has authorized criminal charges against four men ages 35 to 39. It's hmm. a pretty narrow, yeah. narrow age range. Over the theft, they are accused of burglary and conspiracy to transfer criminal property. So the toilet itself is criminal property? I guess since it's stolen. And they're transferring it? Yeah, but it wasn't criminal property until they stole it. Yeah. And then even then, it's not really their property. It still belongs to the rightful owner, right? Just slap they're it just on another charge. They're just trying to rack up the yeah, charges. These weirds yeah. are dumb. Weirds? Words. Words? These words are stupid. <laughs> there we go. There you go. <laughs> I'll get it right eventually. Yeah. Last night on Free Talk Live, by the way, uh, I was on, uh, and man, speaking trouble having was I. Right? <laughs> like things, words, you know, just doing all sorts of weird stuff. So uh, don't be surprised if it if it comes back. Hopefully I've overcome it, but we'll see what happens. It's been a long day already. Seven people had been arrested over the heist. <laughs> so they've charged four, but they arrested seven. So there's three people just out there. Just in case, yeah. you know. For good measure. So, like, security guard, maybe. Okay, so, I, I, now I, I, you know, I'm not a thief. I don't believe in thieving, right? I think it's wrong to take from others what you didn't earn. Right. Uh, however, comma, if I were part of this crew, right? And I'm just hypothetically speaking, right? I got you to go along. I would want to, you know, take care of business in this golden. Yeah, yeah before right. you pull That's it out. A bucket there. list, or item, at right? least get like a photo. Like you got your pants <laughs> out, you're sitting on. You're like. Ah. Yeah, get know, a picture. Just a, you know, look, I'm sitting on a throne of gold. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah or else it's all for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, seven people had been arrested. No charges have been brought until Monday, four years after the toilet was stolen. The artwork, however, has never been found. Wow. Does that mean the toilet was never found? I think so. I think that's the, the artwork, artwork that yeah. they're referring to, right? You would think so. But they said it was part of an art installation. Yeah. Uh, the golden toilet was fully functioning. Cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So then maybe before stealing it, you want to make sure that, you know, you, you just had your, your meal, you know, maybe a half hour after mealtime. <laughs> maybe you had some coffee to chase your meal down yeah. with before you go about the theft. Ready just to so go. That, just so that you can, you know, take a fully functioning art. <laughs> We're not quite done with the number two story. We've got more of that. Plus, coming up. What's going on in New Hampshire? Are they going to secede? It's Free Talk Live. This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? You can live your life on Dash instead with some handy websites. BitRefill.com has been accepting Dash for years and has a ton of big-name retailers and brands including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Plus, many of their gift cards are available at a discount. But what about paying your bills? Spritz.Finance can do that, and they can send dollars to your bank account in case you still need those for some reason. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. 
Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash Dash.org. Gregorian chant, yeah. I'm like, who's torturing a cow? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that Beastie Boys <laughs> song. Uh, <laughs> what no? song? Oh, we can't sing. Um, can we? Uh, well, yeah, be careful. Yeah, copyright. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember what yeah. it's called. Okay, that's fine. Uh, what's the name of the show? Free Talk Live. What's the phone number? It is 603-283-6160. That's the domestic terrorist hotline. Call in now. Very nice. Uh, who's she? And Nikki. And who's he? Steve. Steve Classic. <laughs> and who am I? The captain. Oh, very good. Who are the people that, you know, will call? Uh, anyone who's interested in joining a... Uh, a, a we have a word for them. Uh, callers. callers. Callers, yeah. Listeners. I mean, I'm just... Well, listeners. Callers. Listeners. listeners. Call, listeners. Who calls yeah. in callers? Well, a call. listener is, is different than a caller. Well, you never know. They can change the right. topic. Sometimes. Because Sometimes they, they, might, they might just be standing there in front of their radio... Like yelling at us, right? Yeah, that's like, cool. No, that's not true. That's not how I do it, right? You know, they, that's what I do when know. I listen to this show. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't call in or anything. I just <laughs> I shut it stand off. there <laughs> and just yell. I have been. You're wrong. To, uh, uh, when 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 I was just a, a weed listener, you know, a decade <laughs> plus ago, when I was living on the West Coast, listening to the show, and it was like we'll call it classic free talk live. Oh, so Mark right. and Ian, right. right. You know, OG. and I remember, I remember listening to it going, no, Mark, you're wrong. You're yeah. wrong. Like yelling at my radio, yeah. you know, then you started calling in and then I moved. Oh, now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. happy to here contribute. You are. Yeah. Happy to contribute. Anyway, it's free talk live. We've been talking about, uh, our number two story, the, the golden toilet, <laughs> the story of the golden throne. Uh, the sarcastic. What is no? It wasn't sarcastic. Satirical. Satirical. Yes. Satirical, satirical golden toilet. Uh, so apparently, uh, <laughs> an almost six million dollar toilet was a piece of art titled America, which mm-hmm. might be an accurate description of today's America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it, it does kind of feel that way, right? I don't know that it's golden. Yeah, right? like yeah. Uh, what is that phrase? Putting lipstick on a pig? Yeah, that's kind of what it feels it's like, like. Fool's gold, right? Yeah, we're the cleanest shirt in the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but we're way at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and so apparently, it was stolen in 2019, uh, only a few days after it was installed at Blenheim Palace in the UK. The Crown Prosecution Service uh, said they uh, are charging four men aged 35 to 39. They had arrested seven, but only four are being charged currently. Uh, And the artwork has never been found. The golden toilet was fully functioning, and prior to the theft, visitors to the exhibition could book a three-minute appointment to use it. Wow. So you don't have to steal it to use it. (laughs) Right, you could just go there, book an appointment, probably pay for it. I'd pay for that. Hey, look at me, I'm on a golden throne. How do you time that? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> three minutes. I don't know. I might have to book multiple appointments back to back. 
like I need ten four, of them. four appointments. <laughs> I'll go ten. <laughs> ten in a, I'm here for the full half, half hour. hour. <laughs> uh, do you have a silver toilet I could use? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't afford the golden uh, yeah. one. You know? Do you have a copper one? Yeah. yeah we have two minutes uh, on the silver toilet. <laughs> Police said that because the toilet had been connected to the palace's plumbing system, its removal caused significant damage and flooding to the no. 18th century building. Oh, gosh. A UNESCO World Heritage Site filled with valuable art and furniture that draws thousands of visitors each year. Well, okay, but like, I mean, sure, that's a result of the theft, right? And that's damage that yeah. should be assessed or whatever. Mm. But at the same time... You installed a toilet amongst millions of dollars of art. A working the, toilet. A working one. A yeah. working golden toilet. So, like, you know. Mm. Uh, Should have thought of that. It's like, uh, you know, it's cold in here and I don't have any heat. I think I'll bring the grill inside. Right? Like, <laughs> no, don't do that. That's, that's poor form. The Guggenheim Museum in New York, where the artwork was installed in a bathroom prior to it being shown at Blenheim Palace. Describe the the toilet as cast in 18-karat gold. We already said that. Yeah. The museum said the artwork invited viewers to, quote, make use of the fixture individually and privately to experience unprecedented intimacy with a work of art. That is so strange. Mm. I, you know, I... I just can't imagine going out of my way to facilitate something like that. Like you know, like you know, you go to an art museum, right? That's a normal thing to do, I suppose. But I'm gonna go to this specific art museum because they have a golden toilet, and I've been fantasizing about <laughs> taking a crap on this toilet for years. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna pay money, book my my three minute appointment. Okay. I just can't imagine like living in that. I, I don't right. know. How do you time? Like, if you're three That's minutes, not, yeah, there's you know, that too. Yeah. How do you? And then, like, <laughs> they gotta hire somebody, right? Or do they ex- like? And like, what kind of cleanser do you use on a golden toilet? Right? You're not using Comet. You're not using Clorox. What are you using? You know, I'm naming brands. I yeah. Do that, yeah. But you know what I mean. You get the idea, right? You're not gonna use bleach on 18 karat gold, are you? Maybe. You know what? What kind um, of what yeah, kind of scrubby? Like, uh, jewelry polish. You know how people polish their rings and stuff. <laughs> Every time, okay. They do but, that. but what kind of yeah. what kind of toilet brush do they use on gold? Right, it can't be just the mm-hmm. off the shelf, you know, standard. Yeah, regular, they need like a microfiber cloth, something, right? Yeah. You know, and then do they make you clean it, or do they hire somebody? <laughs> you you know have to book I mean? another three minutes to clean your mess up. <laughs> like I imagine that, like, yeah, there's like you know, okay, your three minutes are from here to here, and then there's a three minute break for our sanitation people to come in and clean it Scrub for the next it. person. Disinfect. Right? Like, I'm already kind of leery of public bathrooms. Right? Yeah. I, I try not to I'm use not gonna them. I'm not going to pay to <laughs> use one. I don't care what the toilet's made out of. I don't know, man. It's if, probably pretty cold, too. You know, if me and some friends, we got baked and went and visited this museum yeah. and there was no line. I mean, uh, how much? 50 bucks? Okay. You know, everybody get a photo. 50 right. bucks? Right. I don't know. I'm just making it wonder. How, yeah, wonder, I, I would no you pay idea. fifty dollars? I'm going to ask to get a photo of me sitting on the golden throne. I think that would be awesome, <laughs> right? Okay. You know, that's Very. just my own personal opinion, yeah. right? Nobody else has to value it, but Very, I yeah. think that'd be fun. Yeah. No, I was just wondering. Hey, check it if out. That was a legit place. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, maybe if like, but then there'd have to be a camera in there, or you'd have to invite somebody in there with you to take the photo. Yeah. So like, you know, depending on how hung up you are on stuff. 
And then if there is a camera in there, you're like, wait, is this camera no, there's on? A guy, during, you know. There's a guy that staffed, the photographer, if you will. The concierge. That staff. The, the bathroom yep. guy, right? Yep. In the fancy bathrooms where they he like hand you, you a towel. Uh, hors d'oeuvres. A, a hot towel. Can and, I offer you a hot <laughs> towel, yeah. sir? Yeah. Do you like a tea? Yeah. Do you like a, a <laughs> crumpet? Do you, do you like cologne, right? You know, don't they have like deodorant and stuff like yep. that? On, on... The poopery. It shows you how unclassy I am. I don't even know what they have in these. You're like, you know, the deodorant, like the, the face powder. And they always expect a tip, too. And you're like, for what? You didn't do anything. <laughs> right. Unless you're the groom of the stool. I mean, if you're the groom of the stool, then <laughs> the you stool. Would, I'd give you some money. We're inventing new words, new phrases No, here. the groom of the stool is a thing. Is it? It is. Okay. It's an, I can look it up on the is magic it, rectangle. Is it someone who marries a toilet? No, 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 no. Because that sounds like a no, groom of a stool. No, no, no. Right? No. Or, or uh, perhaps he's marrying a <clears throat> a movement of bowels. Oh, that would be a groom. A stool. Of a stool. Yeah, a stool. Yeah. I, I will. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's I, finish the number two story, and I'll I'll, I'll cap right, I'll right. cap you, it uh, with, with the groom you, of the stool. You, you go ahead and sick our crack research team upon <laughs> the subject at hand, and we'll we'll come back to you, Steve. We will, or will we ever see that toilet again? Question mark. Personally, I wonder if it's in the shape of a toilet, to be perfectly honest, Police and Crime Commissioner Matthew Barber told the BBC. Oh, like if they melted it down? If you have that large amount of gold, I think it seems likely that someone has already managed to dispose of it one way or another. <laughs> I suppose so. I think it would be more valuable as the toilet, but I it would, would be more so risky to, you know, black it, market sell that. Uh, just, you can sell gold and it's less sketchy. It's like... This isn't stolen. This isn't. Why would you ever think that this gold bar is from a stolen toilet? Why would you think that? Because it's got like you know some stamp on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know Culligan or something. <laughs> some <laughs> Kohler or whatever. What's a popular? You're like, what's this? Uh, it smells like bleach. <laughs> what's the <this> spec? <laughs> uh, here is only a theory based in no fact at all. It's completely made up out of my imagination, uh, based on nothing. Uh, <laughs> It would be cool, in my mind, if this turned out to be, like, some wealthy guy who's building, like, a post-apocalypse bunker, right? An underground, like, bomb shelter scenario, and he just wants his post-apocalypse bomb shelter to have the golden toilet in it. Hmm. And I think you are both correct that the toilet would be worth more in the shape of the toilet than melted down as gold. (laughs) Uh, the function of it is yeah. yeah yeah because you know when you mix your labor with the product it adds value to it mm. right um so uh, if, in order for this specific of a theft because you could probably go steal 6 million dollars in gold yeah. much e- easier, easier than, yeah. from a different place than yeah. you know than stealing a toilet out of a you know a museum or whatever yeah so that's just my theory and i'm sticking to it all right okay we'll any, never know probably any theories from you oh i got the groom of the stool Story. Oh, okay. Well, what's that? Shirley, one of the most repulsive. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. One of the most repulsive jobs in history was the groom of the stool. It was a role created during the reign of Henry the Eighth to monitor and assist in the king's bowel motions. Bowel motions. Motions. Yeah. Movement. Motion. The word stool. Commotions. The word commotion. stool was in reference to a portable commode, which would have been carried around at all times, along with water, towel, and a wash bowl, out to house. ensure he was carrying out his job at in peak the efficiency. Of out street. Peak <laughs> efficiency. To, to ensure the king was carrying out his job Is at peak efficiency. P e a k or p e e k. 
<laughs> peak. Peak efficiency? The groom of the stool would also have closely monitored the king's diet and meal times and would have organized his day around the king's predicted motions. Huh. I wow. feel like I need someone for I, that. I need to hire that person. <laughs> you need your own groom of the stool? Yeah. I feel like there's a all the king's horses Mistress. and all the king's men joke in there somewhere, but I just can't find it. Uh, so perhaps surprisingly, it was it was the sons of noblemen or members of the gentry that were usually awarded the job. Over time, awarded, the, <laughs> awarded. Yeah, you. Huh. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> you finally made it. Yeah. You've achieved. It's an honorable. Position. My dad yeah. and my grandfather were grooms of the stool. Now <laughs> right, yeah, I come from a long line of grooms of the stoolmen. Groomsmen of the stool. Groomsmen. Grooms of groomsmen. the stoolmen. Uh, one one might hope to be one might hope to be reimbursed handsomely for such a role, especially if the groom actually cleansed the royal posterior himself. Jeez. In all fairness, though, there are no historical records to suggest that the groom went to these extremes. Although he would have almost certainly Wait. helped the monarch undress. Wait, so they're insinuating that uh, at some point, uh, whoever was using this stool uh, was, they'd have a conversation with their friends. They'd be like, oh, are, are you using a, a different kind of paper? They're like, no, I have people for that. <laughs> <laughs> like they're insinuating that whoever's the- using the stool, like their their ass was so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, royal that they employed people to wipe it for them. Right. Yeah. The king. Right. No. But I mean, well, he, it's that's an honor. The, that's okay. the original. It's an honor. Uh, it's the original bathroom attendant. There are just some jobs you got to do yourself, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I get like, you know, I know you come from a nursing background. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I knew a girl. I have, who was I have a, been employed in that who was, position who was before. A, what do you call <laughs> Less it? Less regal, but. Uh, a nurse's assistant in like an old yeah, folks' home. And yeah. that was her entire job, was she's like, I am really tired of this job. I, all I do is white butt all day. I, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I have, eh, in you fact, know? worked that position, so yeah. I understand. Yeah. So, like, I get it, like, if, if people can't, right? But, like, if you're capable, you should take care of that. You know what? Um, I think, you know, being coming from a, a nurse assistant background or you know, a CNA background, I think it would have been more honorable, like, if they gave me a better name, like, oh, you're a CNA, whatever. You're a mistress, Mistress of the, stool. Of the elders or <laughs> something. Of the stool. <laughs> like mistress of the stool. It's like, ah, oh, yes. This yeah, is a very a business um, card. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this is a very respectable yeah. role. It's like, no, it's not. And and your office has a golden toilet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's clients. the perk. It's the perk of the job. I have, I have clients. <laughs> All right. Um what's going on? What's going on in New Hampshire? No, no segue there at all. It's just, cold. Just cold segue. It's That's cold. right. It's cold. Uh, this from redstate.com. New Hampshire takes a second bat at legislation to secede from the United States. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the opinions expressed by contributors are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of this website. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Without official written permission from the NFL. They do have a picture of a car. With a license plate that spells Freydom. Just it's like freedom Fre- but with one E. Freydom. Yeah, it's, it's one of these vanity plates. I, I ran know. out of I ran out of letters. I've never well, no, you can only well, anyway. That's what yeah, it's, it should it's say F R E D U M. I've never understood libertarians who pay the state extra money to get a liberty message Isn't that funny? on their on their right. license plate. Yeah. Doesn't like, make sense. It, I, is it funny? No. It's is it ironic? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is it disturbing? Yes. Because like mm, 
not the whole point of being, you know, uh, libertarian of any sort, yeah. anarchist, you know, voluntarist, libertarian, L, capital or lower, like was to be against the state. I mean, you know basically, what? that's Blend what you in a little bit. Are, Don't right? be you know? so. Uh... If you were a real libertarian, real, you wouldn't even have a license plate. But y'all are a bunch of fakers <laughs> with registered cars, license plates. Yeah. You probably have a driver's license. Bunch I mean, of I don't, fakers. I don't. I don't. You know, chastise anybody for any of that kind of stuff because you're doing all of that under duress. Yeah. Right? You right. are under the threat of violence should you not do those things. Yeah. Right. And even if you are a student. Of the law, and you're uh, possibly like one of these uh, sovereign citizen people who yeah. have studied all the nuance and all that kind of a thing of you know what the law Their says. Names are and in that, capital oh, letters, I'm not. So. Yeah, I'm not traveling for official business, so you're interfering with my right to travel, etc. And so on. all that stuff is true, but you have to be so convincing to the nimrods that are doing the Good enforcing luck. that your only chance at getting you know any of that to to take effect is through court. And like, it'll cost you ten million dollars to that. prove it. Plus half how your did, life, probably. How did we get here? I, I wonder that I sometimes. Like how, yeah, I, I got a car. How I did drove. we get to the point where... Because like obviously like this stuff is new within the past like 100 years. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the advent sure, of the yeah. vehicle, right? Okay. Right, yeah. right. So how did we get to the point where we need a driver's license? We need... You know, because it's so common. Have Very, very rarely have... I've never seen a car without a license plate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. If you do, someone's tailing them, or they have a dealer, right. a little fake yeah. dealer or the temp plate, sticker, or yeah, so they temp can sticker or something. Or whatever, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe someone is out there driving without a license plate, but they're gonna get pulled over almost immediately, right? So this is a, a very rare and thing. repeatedly, it, depending on yeah. how far they yeah. travel. So um, this is a very very rare thing in today's world in the entire country, right? It's just so normalized. This is what you need to do. You can't travel without it. Yep. No one questions it. Yep. How did we get to this point? Like, at, at what point well, it's, it's did creep, this start? Right? You know what I mean? Uh, in the military, they call it mission creep. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they call it. Uh, uh, Alex Jones calls it boiling frogs. Yes. Right? This is the idea that you can put a bunch of frogs into a pot of water. And progressively and gets. totally, yeah. slowly turn the temperature up the frogs don't even First notice it feels nice but if you put the frogs just in a big thing of water and you crank it on high the frogs are going to start jumping out immediately yeah right? so th- that is the only explanation i have the same thing applies not only to driver's license but to like passports everything like passports. social like, security cards yeah. that is a new thing right all of these things are new like this is it and so many people i mean i i don't there aren't very many people alive today who remember a time before these things, right? right. Yeah. So you don't, no one, I don't want to say no one, but very few people question this stuff. And I, in my work, I, I, I do birth work, right? So I kind of like support families in that realm of yeah. bringing new human beings into the world. Uh, and you, this is a bring, question. Have you bring sovereign kids in? Like the, the no social and all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, of course. Nice. So nice. this is, um, this is a question I propose to people like, are you... Have you thought about if you're going to register your child? Have you thought about if you're going to do a passport, a birth certificate? And a lot of people are just like completely mind blown. Why would you even ask me that? Right. They they really don't even think it's an option. And I've also had conversations with other midwives in other states where they're like, it is illegal for me to attend a birth without registering that child. Like they need, because someone was asking a question about it and I'm like, they don't want a birth certificate just 
don't fill out the birth certificate form. Because we can, as far as I know, we can do those mm-hmm. things in New Hampshire and in Massachusetts and in Connecticut. You know, places. Just don't fill it out. You just don't, just don't do it. And it's you like, it's not an issue. Like you don't have to do it. But it seems like, as far as, you know, for the information I got in other states, like for a licensed certified midwife to attend a birth. Yeah. If they were there, they have to register your kid. So to to me, like that was kind of almost <laughs> off putting to me because because she's like, oh, my client doesn't want me to do this. What do I do? And I'm like, well, you don't do it like you're going. This person hired you. You're going against what the person wants. And they're like, well, I have to because or else I, I'm like, what you a yucky. Lo- you lose yeah. your license. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like what a yucky feeling to like have to do something that goes against this family. And I, and I was honestly like. I'm surprised they even hired you because you don't seem like you are willing to uphold their wishes. Right, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's such a thing where, like, people don't question it, and, and there were other comments on the thread. They were like, oh, is this a sovereign citizen person? Oh, my God. What they Like, people mm-hmm. were outraged that someone would, would refuse to, to register their child, and they're like, what about health insurance? What about this? What about their driver's license? What about them, them getting a job? Like, all of these things. Right. And, mm-hmm. and they're, they're valid. You can't open up a bank account without yeah. a without a social, or maybe you can, but it's going to be very hard. Yeah, but they're not coming at it from a perspective of discovery. They're coming at it from a perspective judgment. of well, judgment and like, how are you supposed to get along in today's society without all of these things yeah. that we accept right. well, commonly? Can't get yeah, a cell phone if you don't have a, a bank account or a yeah. credit card. Right. I mean, it, it's one thing to be like, oh, a life might be difficult for your child. Maybe you should think about that. Maybe it'd be easier if you right. just went along with what everybody or, else is or doing. Or if if they were having an epiphany and they're like, oh my gosh, you're right. Humans can't do anything without. This and registering and having a blah, no, like, and, and the it's government like, has totally taken over our lives of and is in control of everything, and that's antithetical to freedom. No, but they don't want, they don't want freedom, and that's the thing. It's like, well, they, they can't even fathom a world, even though it's like, yeah, we've only had social security cards for 100 years or so. They can't even fathom a world right now where we don't have all of those things. Like these are just, this is the modern, like modern world. Welcome to it. They can't fathom not having those things. And if you question what everybody else is doing, like you're some psychopath. It's one thing to like, uh, you know, I don't know, buy a a new something, right? You buy a, I don't know, a set of tools, right? Online, right? You got them. You're like, yep, those are cool. I like them. Uh, and then you like send in the product warranty registration card, mm-hmm. right? So that you know, if something breaks, you know, you can be like, hey, I registered after I bought it. Here's my receipt. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this thing broke. Send me a new one. And they're like, yeah, sure. No problem. Right. I get that. But like, what's the point of registering humans? Collateral. Like other than control. Yeah. You got to be part of the corporation. You're right? given a number. Tracked. Right. You know, all these things. I mean, I so, know it's, I know yeah. it's like, I know the answer to this, and it's so that right. the state, rhetorically, so. right, the state can use you as collateral to continue yeah. taking out loans from the Federal Reserve and mm-hmm. continue yeah. bombing brown people for and no And honestly, like reason. a normal, right. a normal person, to me, in my opinion, if you tell them that, like, this is where this came from and this is what this is about, yeah, they'd be like, oh, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna participate in that. And, and no judgment, mm-hmm. you know, one way or the other, because I, I do understand, like, and I, and I think about this stuff now. I'm like, when I'm applying for a mortgage, when yeah. I'm applying for a bank account, applying for a job, like doing all of these things that are normal things in our society, right? I write down my social security number yep. quite frequently. And I think about that. I'm like, oh, you know, if if I were to go one way or the, another with my own children one day, yep. 
what kind of consequence is that going to have for them? Like I, I think about this stuff frequently now, and it's it it isn't an easy decision to make for parents, but uh, but I think it needs to be a discussion. Like it's sad that people don't even think about it. It's just like nope, this is just mm. what you do. Yeah, you know. I'm surprised we're not, we're not using yeah. phone numbers now instead of. Social security. Because if you look on your social security card, if you actually have a card, it says this number is for social security administration use only. Right. Right on there. Right on the front. It says it right there. Not for opening a bank account or- All, everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's everything. Banks. Although it could be said that the social security administration is part of government and government has their fingers in everything. And so therefore, you know, it's part (laughs) of their use. (laughs) Right. 603-283-6160- are you for or against registering humans? We can talk more about that plus more on what's going on in New Hampshire with secession. Coming up, it's Free Talk Live. Wake up and the Lutheromania, the insatiable desire for freedom. We have been enslaved for all. It's the new three-song heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass. Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from CaptainKickass.com. Hey, the phones are working. Dance, everyone. Yeah. Dance, monkey. Da, 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 dance, monkey. Da, 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 da. Uh, speaking of monkeys and dancing, uh, uh, government, and government, uh, <laughs> yeah. government is your dance master. You are the monkey. That's right. Uh, <laughs> whenever anybody that I know uh, gets... Uh, you know, in any kind of uh, has to interact with law enforcement or the courts or anything in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I always say, "Oh, got to do the monkey dance, huh? Yeah, yeah. got to shuck and jive. You know, got to go dance for the masters. You know, they they, they want me to dance. I go how high? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, normal people stay out of trouble. Right? Right? Not non-libertarians are are different. I know a lot of people who like are otherwise very rebellious people. You know." Uh, except for, like, sure. oh, time to renew my tabs or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. when it comes to anything to do with the state. Like, what do you mean you're against taxation? Well, like, that's the thing. Uh, people are so conditioned. Think about it, you know. Like, you know, and especially if you don't know anyone yeah. having this conversation. If you're not listening to this show, if you don't know anyone who thinks this way. I mean, I had, if you've never even heard or thought about these things, uh, yeah. I had what I'm going to call libertarian thoughts right i had questions in my mind about things you know and and i bet most people have when you're sitting on your ass at the the golden toilet (laughs) no the the golden toilet (laughs) sitting on the golden Um, toilet you're thinking about this when you're sitting on your butt at the dmv right you're you're you know you've picked number 60 off of the need a number take a number thing right isn't that awful and you don't even get any deli meats or cheese for that and they're only at like you know now serving 12 Right, 
And you're like, oh my god, I gotta yeah. wait for you know yeah. fifty some odd people or whatever to you know get done with their crap before I can yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's the monkey dance. The DMV is a prime example of the monkey dance. You come mm-hmm. in, you take yeah. the number, you sit in a chair, you wait. Right? Maybe they don't have enough tellers to you know process everybody, or some guy goes on break right before your number is going to oh, get yeah. called. Right? right? Yeah. You know, all of these kinds of things happen, uh, and it's it's a dance that you must do. You must take time off of out of your day, out of your week even, depending on you know how many of these things you have to do to register your vehicle or renew your license or get your tabs or, you know, oh, I got glasses, so now I got to go take a new eye test or whatever it is, right? And, and to add insult to injury, they call people who are waiting their clients. <laughs> like, I'm not a client. <laughs> I can't get rid of you as a vendor. Oh, my God. All right, so... Client. Uh, before we go on, I do want to tell you that this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Rising fees have made Bitcoin a bit useless for purchases, but Dash continues to have fees less than one cent per transaction. And its features ensure Dash is undefeated as the most useful cryptocurrency in the marketplace. From a tech standpoint, Dash transactions are irreversible and its network is protected from 51% attacks by their Chainlocks technology. There's no need to wait for a confirmation before considering a Dash transaction complete, so it's great for merchants. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get, easy to use. You can start by learning more at Dash.org. And a big thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. You can visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. That's Dash.org. All right. We had uh, we'd finished our number two story, and we had moved on. We haven't really even talked about this yet because we got off on a tangent about humans registering themselves for some reason. <laughs> or other humans. Yeah. Like... Just like things to think about on on that topic before we move on to this story about secession. Human beings are the only animals on planet Earth that must show identification, nay, a passport even, in order to cross imaginary borders. Or just in general. Like, I need identification? Are you not looking at me? Yeah. I am a human. Do you think I'm a figment of your imagination? Here I am. Yeah. You need a you need a, a piece of plastic, an official piece of plastic yeah. or booklet like to are, prove that? There are no other animals on planet Earth except humans. No. That that, that must do these things. Oh nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah. See my ID. Yeah. Oh nice. I was thinking, when the camera when the camera gets around to me, maybe I'll I was thinking uh, you get like watching. a you get like an eye patch, right? That ha- has the letter D on it. <laughs> ID. My, ID. It's my ID. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, you know uh, moose that uh, are in northern New Hampshire and travel back and forth to Canada. <gasps> right? They're doing right. so oh without... Oh, my. They can't do that. Without documentation. They just cross no a passport. border? They haven't filled out the paperwork. Do they, they have to go through the line at a border? The post office? Yeah. <laughs> the post office. They they hang, the you ever see any moose at no, the DMV? Do, yeah, but no, do they never. have to go through, uh, you know, when you're driving customs? into Canada? Customs, yeah, do they have yeah. to go through customs or anything like that? I've never seen a moose at customs. Yeah. Take, really? Take these antlers so then, apart, make sure there's no how do drugs. They, what about, what about <laughs> ducks, ducks who fly south for the winter and cross the, uh, you know, the Mexican border? 
Well, we should probably put them in jail. Mm-hmm. What about little, uh, you know, field mice? Right? You know, like why are human beings the only creatures on planet Earth that must comply with these stringent requirements to mm. like just exist? Yeah. Those are good libertarian thoughts. Good, because good uh, someone else decided that they were going to enslave the rest of us. Yeah. That, I that, mean, that really is yeah. the answer. Yes, yeah. correct. Nutshell. Bam. Yeah. No, there wasn't like a leader moose. And I think, you know. <laughs> not is, that to like get, a, is that like something the Germans wear? Leader moose? And, leader moose. <laughs> <laughs> not to get too you know, far into this. but um, Rocky but and Bullwinkle. You know, because of the human development and brain power and all of our critical thinking and you know all of the the things that make up the human brain which is why we were able to create and develop and you know do all these things which is wonderful i think it's also to our detriment right because other animals don't have those capabilities but they're just existing like their their (laughs) existence is so much simpler yeah Maybe they don't want the complexities of being human. I don't. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I maybe, mean, like maybe I want to be a moose. Yeah. Supposedly, I didn't choose this. Supposedly, dolphins are more intelligent than humans. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And based on their lack of statism, I'm going to be like, yep, sure enough. I identify yeah. as a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I, I identify yeah. as a dolphin. You know, dolphins don't maybe. recognize the state. Yeah. Uh, I certainly Me don't. either, so maybe I am. Perhaps. I'm a dolphin. I identify okay. as a dolphin. Dolphin talk live. Now I, now I know. <laughs> All right, uh, this from redstate.com. New Hampshire takes a second bet at legislation to secede from the United States. New Hampshire joins the ranks of Texas, Alaska, Vermont, and Idaho in an effort to establish constitutional measures that allow for secession from the Union. I didn't know that Vermont was doing that. I didn't know that either. Vermont's cool. I like Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, like. The thing that's cool about Vermont is you can see it from New Hampshire. <laughs> That's about it. Like like Vermont and New Hampshire are virtually the same except for the state. Right? So I like New Hampshire the state far more than I like New or Vermont yeah. the state, right? Yeah. The Vermont government is far more uh, tyrannical than the New Hampshire government is. But, you know, grass is always greener on the other side of the plantation. Right, yeah. we're literally arguing about uh, oh, the slaves over on this plantation, yeah. other side know, of the Connecticut River, different than yeah. the slaves on this plantation over here in New Hampshire. Like mm-hmm. we're all still slaves on plantations. It's borders and states and countries. It's just such a weird concept. It's like, what are you talking about? This other state with different rules. I mean, I could just like walk over there, yeah, and it's just a place. It's just so strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Even can't we just a, exist? Like, why are we making all these rules and borders and yeah, well, and social security numbers? Like, yeah, like, it's social security numbers. Like, how did how did we get here? Yeah. How is it okay for me to just sort of walk across the border between you know New Hampshire and Vermont, for example, right? But if I want to cross between New Hampshire and Canada, the law, I got to be accosted it's, by tyrants. It's the law, yeah. you know. Like, but like, it's no different. There's still imaginary borders. But if New Hampshire but it's secedes, the law. The law is different. If New Hampshire well, secedes, will we have rules. border border patrol here? No. Make sure you know all the rules. Need a passport. Yeah. Anyway, uh, New Hampshire is uh, working to establish constitutional measures that allow for secession from the union. For those of you who don't know the difference between secession and succession, <laughs> get a dictionary. Uh, secession. <laughs> okay. It means exactly that. We are going to secede from the Union mm-hmm. and become our own country. That's really yeah. what we're getting at when we talk about secession. Uh, 
The national divorce that Georgia Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene alluded to last month appears to be garnering support in the most unlikely of places. After an attempt in the early part of the year, the live free or die state is once again crafting legislation to explore how to be free from the bonds of the federal government. And uh, this is a uh, a tweet, a twit, a twit a, a, an X, I think it's called. It's a now, post right? on a post. Twitter. I refuse Social to call media it. post. I refuse to call it that, that letter. X. State Rep. Yeah. Jason Gerhard has sponsored a clever bill that would allow voters to amend the New Hampshire Constitution so that the state would secede from the U.S. should the national debt reach $40 trillion. It's interesting. The debt is already at $33 trillion and rising quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting that that's what he chose to, like, to use the debt. Oh, to put a number on it. I'd love it. Yeah, to use it. It's just, it's it's a very unique, and, and also I want to say that um, I really respect Jason for getting elected into a position. Yes. Like this, into a political pl- position, and really, like, going in there and getting stuff done. You know, it seems like a lot of people kind of, like, tiptoe and they're like oh i want to get reelected for you know gotta get on this so committee I, yeah so i, I want to get reelected because so then i can possibly do more and they're you know they are looking long term i suppose but it's like if you're gonna do it do it because if you if you go in and you're just gonna be like all the other politicians what is the point so i really really respect him for for getting elected into a position of power and doing something beneficial you know like Doing what he said he was going to do and, you know, living an authentic life like that's extremely respectable. And it's it's very hard. And we've seen it with a lot of people who they get elected as a state rep or whatever. And then they change and they the pressure and all of these things. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I will say the same thing about Matt Sansonostasso. Like he's another one where it's like, you know, he is kind of just seemingly kept his and, morals and dignity well, you know what i mean to to an extent i mean there's compromise when you get elected to these positions yeah that of you, course that you have to make uh but that being said um you know i'm not a fan of let's join the system and change it from the inside because to me yeah. that's a lot like trying to join the mafia and turn it into a charity organization right? <laughs> yeah it's just I think, not, um, not likely however yeah uh, running and gaining office is very useful for spreading the message of freedom and liberty. Yeah. And that is what these guys are doing. Jason, and you mentioned Santanastasso as well. Both of these guys yeah. are doing that. Yeah. They are spreading the message of freedom and liberty by using the mechanics yeah. of the office that they hold. So in this case, Jason yeah. is submitting a bill that says, right. hey, you know what? Uh, the federal government obviously doesn't give two craps about any of us. And it's just building this debt, this insane debt that no one is ever going to pay off. And, like, we don't want to be a part of it anymore. And so how are we going to peacefully exit? Well, here's here's an answer, right? There's a trigger now. There's a gate, you know, a mechanism, right? And if the national debt gets to $40 right, then this thing kicks in. That's the idea behind it. Well, isn't it that... It goes on to it goes into the New Hampshire Constitution when it hits forty trillion, and then after that, it can be voted on. It's not just like the forty trillion triggers. Like, well, let's find out. Okay, let's find out. For the first time in the state's recorded history, legislators in the New Hampshire House of Representatives have filed two bills aimed at giving voters the opportunity to vote on whether or not New Hampshire will peacefully secede from the United States of America. State Representative Matthew Santanastaso 
has sponsored a groundbreaking new bill that will force the creation of a secession study committee in the Granite State. This comes on the heels of a bill filed recently by State Rep. Jason Gearhart that, if passed, would allow voters to amend the New Hampshire Constitution, declaring that the state will secede from the United States should the national debt reach a staggering $40 trillion. Oh, so it's going to get into the Constitution first, and the forty well, trillion. Well, it says allow it. voters to amend the New Hampshire Constitution, declaring that the state will secede. So I guess this has to go up to a vote first. Mm. The secession study committee, as envisioned by the bill, won't just be a cursory look into New Hampshire declaring its peaceful independence from the United States. It will delve into the understanding of the multifaceted implications, the potential benefits and the challenges that New Hampshire might face if it were to consider seceding from the Union. This initiative underscores the urgency and importance of having a well-informed discussion on the subject. Representative Santanastaso said, Given the current challenges at the federal level and the potential unforeseen changes in the national landscape, it's essential to study the feasibility of an independent New Hampshire. This effort is not about neglecting our shared history. It's about proactive planning and ensuring our state shall persist under any circumstance. Cool. True. <laughs> uh, the author here says, I sat down with uh, State Rep uh, Santanastaso and uh, some other folks to discuss that. Uh, we'll put a link up to this article. There's a YouTube uh, discussion uh, with this. The secession committee, however, uh, has bill language uh, where both bills are scheduled for the 2024 legislative session, hmm. which starts in January. The way the New Hampshire legislature works is that when, when the session begins, the bills will be assigned a number, receive a committee hearing, and all the documentation and formalities that go along with that. According to legislators, every bill gets both a committee hearing and a floor hearing. In order for the bills to pass and then be presented to the Granite State citizens, they must reach a threshold of above 60%. So the 60% of the reps need to vote yeah. for this thing in yeah. order to get approved. Uh, CR, there's 400. There's 400 state reps. Right. So what's 60 percent of that? Something. <laughs> it's 240. 240. Okay. All right. 60 is. I'll take your word know, for it. 50 is. Sure. Yeah. If, if 60 yeah. is. Right. So 40 yeah, times yeah, yeah. four is yeah. 240. Yeah. 240. According to the legislators, every bill gets both a committee hearing and a floor hearing in order for the bills to pass. Uh, we talked about that. 60 percent. Uh, CRCA 32, the first secession bill presented in March. Uh, failed to reach that threshold out of 400 legislatures or legislators, uh, only 13 apparently voted for the first one. Uh, and it was differently worded than this. There yeah. was no trigger. There wasn't two of them, et cetera, right. and so on. Santanastasa was among the 13 who voted to approve the bill. He said of the effort, the actual truth is in secret. A lot of people do support it. I think we would have had 80 people vote for it, if not more, if they weren't worried about their political cost so everyone whispers to me in the bathroom that they think it's awesome but then when it's time to vote on the thing they're going to they're either not there or they just vote the other way Hmm. yeah you know what that reminds me of being two-faced yeah like i remember being bullied in uh in like elementary school i can imagine bullying um yeah well so there were these yeah not really that traumatic but um but the, the moral of the story is you know i was being you know made fun of on the school bus right and then all those kids that were making fun of me got off the bus, and it was just me and this this other girl sitting in the back. And she said, "You know, I'm really I'm really sorry that happened to you." Um, 
I would have said something, but those are my friends, and I don't also uh, want to be targeted by them. This is exact, and this is a fifth grader. Say right, I'm I'm in fifth grade at this point. Yeah. She's in fifth grade at this point. So, as adults, why are we still doing that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. grow up, say what you mean, live authentically. If you are going to be, you know, in this position, I mean, like, do it right. You know, it's it's like and it's offensive and people will say that uh, about a lot of things where it's like, wow, like what you did was really, really cool. But I would never have the balls to do that. Or, you know, like I, I'm glad you're doing it because I could never do I get, that. I get that just from it's doing like, this show. Like some of my normie friends. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? That's not a compliment to me. It's yeah. like so you're just I don't know. It's like, no, you should all be doing what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's. Uh, land, land of the free, right? Supposedly. I, I mean, yeah. no, it isn't. But, land of the yeah. scared. But, but Perceived un- free. Until people start acting like it, it will never be. That's the thing. And it's just like, I, I just, I really wish for like other human beings that they would just do what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like live authentically, yeah. you know, like you have these desires and these wants and as, you know, along your, as you're not trying to harm anyone else or like do anything terrible. I mean, it's like, what is the point of living? If yeah. you're not going to right. like yeah. no, do I, what you want to do in I the mean, United like, States, come on. Most people believe that here's what living consists of: uh, you go to school, uh, you maybe go to college, uh, then you get, get a job, debt. get in debt, then you get a job, yeah, yeah, then then you <laughs> well, get yeah, married. you need the debt because that's gotta, why you need yeah, the job. Then you get married, you know? then you get in debt, right? Or not necessarily in that order, right? Well, you get in debt as order. soon as you get out of school. Sure, yeah. Uh, well, not public school, but still, whatever. College. Sure, yeah. You go to college, you're in debt, or trade school, or whatever. Right. You're in debt. Uh, then you get married, you have a kid, you buy a house, you raise your kids. More debt. Uh, more debt. You raise Car, your kids. more debt. You know, hopefully hopefully you get through it all, you pay it all off, and then, you know, late in life, you get like, oh, I don't know, five or ten years of your late- <laughs> And then you die. You know, somewhat disabled right. elderly life to it, do whatever you want. Here's your social security. And right. then you die. <laughs> and then you die. Instead of just living. While you can, while you yeah. have the ability and the youth and, right. you know, the desire yeah. and the energy and all that kind of stuff. You know what? And I will norm. say, it, it's really cool to see people who are just, like, not doing any of that yeah. and just, like, literally doing whatever they they want to do. I was listening to a podcast today, and these girls were talking about, like, yeah, like, we did our 20s right. Like, this chick was like, I was in the circus for eight years. Like, I traveled the world. And it wasn't even like, oh, these are the things you're supposed to do because they're prestigious. Or I traveled the world. It wasn't like a bougie thing. It was just like, there were things I wanted to do. Yeah. I was young. I could do it. I didn't have a lot of money. But that's what I wanted to do. And I made it work. Yeah. Um, And that's, it's really refreshing to see people do that you know no matter how you don't have to be in your 20s to do it. you could decide oh i'm in my 40s i'm gonna quit my job sell my house and then go do whatever i want to do or downsize and yeah. not have all this debt like there are so many different ways to do this and it's very specific per person but it's just so nice to see that because i feel like people get so caught up in the ego and it's like do i need to buy this five hundred thousand dollar house yep. because of what like what is my family gonna think of me and i have to have kids because what are my friends gonna think of me i have to work this job because you know what is my partner gonna think of me and you know, all of these I, things and it's like I, i've asked people that you know? before i was talking to, to this girl and she was complaining about you know oh well you know she had kids and got divorced and blah 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 and all this kind of stuff and i'm like so you know what made you get married and she's like well you know it's just what you do I'm yeah, like, it's just what you do, I'm like, right? what do you mean? Like, well, you know, that's kind of the thing, right? You go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you you get married, you have some kids. It's just the thing that you do. And I'm like, yeah. what if you didn't want to do that? 
and then and you wouldn't silence. fit in with your friends. Right, silence. Right, like like they they've never put any real. They're they're following this sort of indoctrinated, prescribed. Yeah, it's expected. Like, like if that's what you want to do, go ahead. But like, there's more to it than this prescribed yeah. method of you know walking through the steps of life. Right, you can do so many amazing things if you just think about it. 603-283-6160. We'll talk more about New Hampshire seceding. Plus, coming up, we'll talk about the Sperminator. Hi, I'm Derek J. To me, an activist's calling is to actively work to advance a cause. The cause for which I work is personal freedom. I believe my life is best when I engage in voluntary interactions and self-government. I reject the idea that anyone else has a higher claim to my life or my body than I do. I see people who call themselves the government as a threat to my personal freedom. I realize you may feel differently, but my relationship with the people who call themselves the government is completely involuntary. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The Empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. Phones on. Uh oh. I wonder if I. Uh oh. <laughs> Turn your microphone on. I wonder on. if I actually left my mic on that entire time. I'm not Ew. sure. Oh. No, it was off the I've, entire time. I've done that before. Well, just when I unmuted everybody the just now, awesome. I did not get unmuted. So I'm wondering if I unmuted. You know, unmuted. yeah, muted. And un- you know, if I had it backwards or. Oh, they're gonna hear us go talking check, about check them. The tape. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they won't hear it on radio, of course. But you know, anybody who's streaming, streaming the audio, right. they they would hear some mixture of. Let's talk about you know yelling at each other uh, <laughs> underneath like commercials and you know all that kind of stuff. So, at any rate, it is free talk live. You can call six zero three two eight three six one six zero if you'd like to join the conversation, talk about whatever's on your mind. We are talking about uh, this article from redstate.com where a couple of legislators. Uh, representatives from here in New Hampshire have put forward uh, a couple of different bills. One of them will launch uh, a study, a secession study. Study. And the other one says that if the federal national debt reaches $40 trillion, it's at like $33 trillion or something right now, and climbing fast, like a trillion a day or something. That's a rounding error. Uh, if the national debt reaches $40 trillion, that New Hampshire would amend its constitution and become an independent nation. That is known as secession. So we're talking about that. But we won't get our Social Security. Uh, actually, yes, you, will. you still will. Yeah. But Are what about at, the roads? But what about who, the electricity? But what about the, the water? Potholes. The yeah. potholes. <laughs> Who will put all the potholes in the road and then not fix them? Well, 
Who will burn the garbage? It's not to say that there won't be a New Hampshire government, right? It's just to say that New Hampshire becomes its own independent state, and therefore, whatever the state level level government is now is the supreme sort of you know law of the land, right? So, isn't that supposed to be? Isn't that how it's supposed to be, anyways? Well, if you look at what the founding fathers yeah. were trying to do, yes. Huh. But at the same time, we know that the Constitution, you know, whether you agree with the wording on it or not, uh, it's not a contract. It was supposed to establish limits on government to create the smallest government that the world had ever seen. And instead, it has (laughs) resulted in the largest empire ever seen in all of history on planet Earth. You need a a pine tree riot, too. Yeah, you do the math. You figure out what that means. Um, So, yes, a reduction is a reduction, right? Like, when you're trying to lose weight, right, you're like, yeah, the goal is to be skinny. But if you lose 10 pounds... Sweet. You're closer to your goal, right? Now, me, I'm a philosophical anarchist. I think the government is antique and barbaric and should go the way of the dodo immediately, if not sooner, because people don't need it. It's not necessary. Uh, But since we can't make that happen overnight, I will take a reduction. Right. And to me, a reduction is the independence of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Right, because, any reduction. Yeah, uh, I, uh, that is a reduction. That is uh, on the way to uh, achieving uh, individual sovereignty. Right, one foot in front of another. Right. So, uh, I'm 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 all for secession. In case uh, anybody had any question about that, jeez, I didn't realize that. Yeah, uh, there does appear to be enough discontent amongst Granite Staters with the federal government for them to take another bite at this apple. While the possibility for the bill's passage is minuscule. The circumstances that fuel this drive toward a national divorce continue to prime the pump. Our national debt is already at $33 trillion and continues to climb, but the present burden for Americans is their inability to sustain themselves and stave off personal debt, largely due to federal mismanagement and overreach. Uh, as a colleague of this author uh, named Bonchi had written, Americans want affordable food and the ability to buy property and live the American dream. They don't care about fluffed-up job reports propped up by overblown government spending. I've said it a dozen times. If I've said it once, you cannot lie to people about what's in their bank account. Retirements are down. Prices are up. Wages are lagging. That's what Bidenomics is. There's nothing positive about it. Rather, it's been a catch-all term for just how horrible the current economic malaise is. Worse is that there's no end in sight. How long will it take for interest rates to recede to affordable levels? Five years? A decade? And don't hold your breath on prices coming down. At best, we'll continue to see a slowing in their continued growth. Right. So when the government says inflation is down, that's not what they mean. They mean the rate of growth of inflation is down compared to what it was right. yesterday. Right. Like when government cuts the budget from, you know, they say, well, we have a cut in the budget. Yeah. It's it, instead of going up three percent, it only went up two percent. Right. So yeah. that's the cut. That's the cut. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. they made a, a big, you know, yeah, one yeah. percent. Uh, so, uh, let's see, uh, somebody touted the smart language in the bill that triggers a secession move. By this time, the sponsor, Jason Gearhart, put in a trigger event. So he said, instead of just being a blanket, hey, we want to go our own way if enough people vote for it. He said, hey, how about this time we say if the federal government's national debt reaches $40 trillion, which is an unfathomable amount, it's a lot of money, 
We're I mean, at, it already is. We're no, at thirty-three trillion right no, now. We are. I'm looking at it right now. Thirty-three trillion seven hundred and twenty billion. Uh, and, and forty-two million. And, <laughs> and the one thing most people never talk about anymore is unfunded liabilities. That number is a hundred and thirty-six trillion dollars now. And so when you look at this, you have to go, hey, maybe we should honestly start to sit down and objectively look truthfully at the problems we are facing and try to come up with some solutions. Uh, Others in and out of the legislature have no interest in entertaining a solution of diversature from the federal fold. The now former state rep Brody DeShales acknowledged that legitimate distaste for federal taxation and power mongering is behind the impetus of this movement, but still testified in front of state federal uh, relations and veterans affairs committee in opposition to Mm -hmm. the first attempt to the CACR 32. Yeah, I remember this guy. DeShales does acknowledge that people in New Hampshire today are upset about the amount of powers the federal government claims to have over them. Duh. He says, New Hampshire lost some of that sovereignty because we accepted federal dollars and we ceded a number of responsibilities. Now, we're still sovereign, technically, over this. We can, through the constitutional process, freely take back those powers. It just means we're going to have to give up the carrots. We took the carrot, we get the stick. I didn't take any carrot. What carrot did I get? I got no yeah, carrots. I, I don't, I don't. I've only gotten like hardship from being part of the U.S. I federal did, government. I did, Steve, you brought in some cookies. Like, I got one of those. They've, yeah, I, they've I, literally just taken, 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 and have given absolutely nothing to me. Nothing. Nothing of any value. They've, they've only given bad things back. It's like I have to pay so much money for them to give me like more hardship. Right. Yeah. It's like worse. It's like, I wish you would just leave me alone, please. Yeah. Well, here, so, oh my God. so I'm on the usdebtclock.org site sure. here, and you can do the time machine forward and back. So you can only fast forward to 2027 for some reason, but you can go back other decades. So in 2027, which is just three years and change away, the U.S. national debt on the current trajectory will be $45 trillion. So by what year? By 2027. Oh, oh. So we're close. If this, yeah, we could be out by Agenda 2030. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the sooner the better. Yeah. Um, and it, hopefully this goes without saying to everybody listening. Uh, the greater liberty movement, or the greater freedom movement here in New Hampshire, is not just the Free State Project. Right now, the Free State Project is is an organization that wants, uh, you know, this. They they want secession. Mm-hmm. They want people to come to New Hampshire and you know make a difference and live a free life and you know enjoy the lack of laws that New Hampshire has versus other states, et cetera, and so on. And if you're of that mind, well, then get your ass here, like pick up and move. Yeah, we'll help you unmove. We'll help you load yeah. in. Uh, you know, there, you know, but there are other organizations, there are other enclaves of people, there are other folks who, who have moved but didn't sign. I'm one of them. Right? I mean, I there are people who are just live here who yeah. are a part of no organization. They are just They're either in the born here or wound yeah. up here for one reason or another. Yeah. Or they heard that it was easier to start a business here or they found there's out no that- There's no income tax. That, oh, yeah. There's no uh, state income tax, right? Now, property tax is kind of a problem here, but it's the only real problem. Yeah. Well, but but coming from Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, yeah. property tax is a joke here. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know what? There are so many people that live in Massachusetts that bring that at the- 
Oh, well, the property taxes are higher there. Yeah. Uh, these not are, really. These are closed-minded yeah. people who haven't thought it yeah. through and haven't weighed all of the benefits. They see this one number go, oh, my God. I can't. It's like people, it's the same thing with snow, right? Every, not yeah. everybody, but certain people have their, their yeah. things that they can't th- outthink, right? Like, dude, shovels exist. Right, they right. salt the roads. Right, it it's melts. not a problem. It, yeah, <laughs> they have plows and things. Like I can still get, yeah. you know, anywhere I need to go in the state during the winter. Right, it's not like some. Of, it's not like out on the West Coast where when it snows, the whole city shuts down because they own one plow. The way I think of right. it, my ancestors have lived here since like yeah. the 1600s. Before snow plows. Before snow plows. Before like the, before the national debt. central heating. <laughs> Before the, before the national <laughs> debt. You know what I mean? It's like, so because people will bring that up, but they're like, oh, well, if you want a homestead and if you if you want to, it's easier, like the growing season's longer in this area, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, listen, this is like for hundreds of years, yeah. my family has lived here. I, it's a, if, oh my, if, if they it, can do it, if it was so hard to exist up here, right. it's a miracle I even exist. Right. You know what I mean? They like, did it without electricity. How and, did we not all die? Oh my gosh! Yeah. And without electricity, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! And quite frankly, uh, if you know you have one of these sticking points about moving to New Hampshire, then we don't want you. Yeah. Bye. Right. If if oh, but that's the thing. No, and you know what? Well, I'm fine, not don't like. Move here. Mm. Uh, like have your excuse don't move here but then don't be like hey once you secede i'm yes, totally gonna I, move I, I right that. no yeah. because we don't want that well what I, we I want saw... is people to come here and help us build this thing into something everybody else can model it after let's be the pioneers so i saw a post um on facebook that wasn't specific to new hampshire but it, it said something like um you know, checking to see which state is the closest to seceding or, or looking to see which state secedes first so I know where to buy a house. Right. And I was kind of just like, yeah. seriously, dude? Like, that's kind of lame. So you're going to yeah. wait for a bunch of other people to do this work and, like, set right. the groundwork. And it's like, well, once you guys secede and then, like, get everything established there and I know it's going to be cool and I know it's going to be easy to exist, then I'll move. Yeah. Yeah, paid uh, the I way, mean, how paid the way. Yeah, exactly. Somebody has yeah. levied that argument against me unsuccessfully, uh, claiming that uh, because I didn't sign up for like the Free State Project or something like that. What do you think? Uh, and and because I don't vote, because I'm a philosophical anarchist, I don't believe. Like I believe I would be committing an act of immoral. Uh, it, I would agree. Right it's immoral for yeah. me, and you know, for from my perspective, to cast a vote because if. I get my way, right? If I cast a vote for somebody for some reason and I get my way, I've now forced everybody else who didn't vote for that to my preference. Mm -hmm. If I vote for a person for a thing and I don't get my way, then everybody else has forced me to their preference. And in my mind, it's always wrong to force anybody else to my preference. Just stop. Yeah. Stop participating. Now, again, I, I say that. With a little bit of like tongue in cheek, because I like what Jason Gearhart is doing yeah. here. I like what Santa Nastasso is doing here. I like what the Free State Project is doing here. So somebody levied the argument against me, like, "Oh well, you're you're just going to move here." And I've already been here for some time. Yeah. You're just going to move here and like benefit from everybody else's work. It's like, do you have you 
what am I doing right now? Is this chopped liver? Right. right? Am I not on a nationally syndicated also, talk like, radio show uh, telling everybody and promoting all of this? And, you know, I, yeah. But I'm gonna like I'm not working for it somehow. Mm-hmm. Everyone, also, has their, everyone has their own way of, of contributing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, and that's the thing. It's like we don't need to make this like uh, a hierarchy of who is the best libertarian right. activist. But I'm also not myopic enough to believe that there's competition. Right for the liberty movement, right? People are like, oh well, you know, uh, there uh, is though in Florida and in Texas, and there's like, you know, these well, other that's things. Cool, though they can, I, like, I, I hope there is. Yeah, I hope that people move to Texas and Florida and like do some amazing, great things that are peaceful. And there is a market you know? for liberty, but if you look at how it's most likely to come about, right? In my opinion, that's through secession, right? Uh, who do you think is going to secede first, Florida, Texas, or New Hampshire? I don't know. Seems like us, probably. Yeah. I say New Hampshire. Why? Because it has the smallest population, uh, period, but it also has the largest population of libertarian-minded people. That is correct. So that seems to me like a no-brainer. That's all the evidence that I need to make my decision, right? Mm. And so I did, and here I am. I've been here since 2019. Where mm-hmm. are you at, listeners? Are you here? Uh, twenty. Are you moving? Twenty twenty. You know, uh, I know you're a you're a mover. Yeah, I'm a mover. Uh, and so, uh, well, and technically, you are too. Even I guess though, so, yeah. you know, I, I did I did cross the border. You did. I you, did. I, mis- I crossed the border. Yeah. I always kind of chuckle when people are like, because I'm like, I I don't really consider myself a free stater because I'm like kind of from here. I'm like I grew up around here. People are like, oh, but you were born in Massachusetts. Oh my god. <gasps> And I'm like, back to the border. And, and this yeah. is so funny because people are like so entrapped by the illusion of borders and governments yeah. and rules and regulations and all this stuff. And I'm like, I I moved like 20 minutes yeah. north. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's like 15 kidding? miles away. Yeah. You know? I'm like, dude, I, I like grew I like we would go to like the liquor store up here and, the, and we would go shopping up here. And it's like, yeah, I, I grew up in this area. Like I've. 20 minutes away from this imaginary line. Right. So I kind of just, and I, and I get it because it's conditioning, but I but I kind of just chuckle and I'm like, that's why I don't really, I didn't like migrate to come here. Hey, listen, I didn't even know about the Free State Project. Right. I was like looking at houses before I even knew you guys were up here. Yep. I had no clue. I was just like, yeah, New Hampshire's cool. Yeah, but there I are, live here, there are a lot of people who have come here. I mean, it's a social Sundays who have just, oh, yeah. they're, they're just coming here like to check it out yeah. from the West Coast or all over. There's people who have moved, uh, who have come to, you know, one or more social events that are put on by, by some of these freedom oriented people. And then we never hear from them again. But they yeah, moved. They they're here. Yeah. yeah. They moved. They're just they're doing here. their own thing. They're well, just, you know, they're living their life, doing their job, having their kids, you know, raising their family, whatever like it is that. they're doing. Yeah. Right. You know, they so, don't have to hang out with us every no, Sunday. No. <laughs> and sometimes, like, like you'll see somebody pop in like once a year at one of these events if you go to them regularly. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're up here and we're doing the thing and blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, and they're still here. So, right. like, there is support here. Now, the underrated um, item, I think, for New Hampshire is the fact that. And this is indoctrination, but look at the New Hampshire license plate. What does it say? Live Live free or die. Live free or die. So everybody who has lived here, even in the surrounding states, Mass and Vermont and Maine, and you know, they have seen so many of these things that they have heard the words "live free or die." They have read the words "live free or die" so many freaking times. Yeah. That it like this is partial indoctrination. Well, no, they think it's cool too. Like, oh yeah, live free or die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) people have one reaction or another. Either people are like, yeah. That's cool, or or a lot of like liberal mass people 
<laughs> will kind of be like, like use it as like, not derogatory, like that's not the word I'm looking for, but it's kind of like they'll use it like. They'll try to be snotty about it. Right, yeah. yeah, like they use it. and like, like with, a, hillbillies with, up a, there. with a negative yeah. connotation. They're like, oh, live free or die. Mm. Like you guys are idiots or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm like, well, you're dying and you're not free. So yeah. that sounds like it sucks. Well, they're worse. all moving to Boston's trash can. Nashville? Yeah, right. That whole area called Boston's uh, trash can. I call it uh, Lowell, New Hampshire. Because <laughs> the Lowell connector. Literally. One of the. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, they should. Um, I think Massachusetts, we should just make Nashua part of Massachusetts. Right. Put it. Right. Sell it. <laughs> yeah, can <laughs> we sell it? What, sorry, what can we get for that? <laughs> I'm not Take the sorry. Too. I really don't like Nashua. Anyways, I, I've never been there for anything. Oh, so, we're just there at an LL Bean like, store. It's like, sorry, it, the LL Bean store is nice. Yeah, well, we'll keep we'll keep the yeah. LL Bean store. <laughs> Get your cashmere sweaters. Uh, one of the is that a Led Zeppelin reference? Cash? No, cashmere. no. At, at, at that LL Bean, you that get is cashmere sweaters. My second sweaters. favorite Led Zeppelin song, though. Yeah, I don't need to know that. Okay, well, you wait know. again. See, so, now we're talking about Led Zeppelin. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay, yeah. we're talking about it a day before I go on a rant. There he goes. But speaking of music, though, one of the first. New Hampshire-based bands uh, that I heard uh, was, is a band called Scissor Fight. Yeah. And uh, they've, uh, since COVID ended, they put on some shows. They're back out and doing shows again. Uh, I didn't go to the last one because, well, I'm here doing this on, on most weekends. I have a quick question. Yeah. Are they lesbians? No. Okay. It's like four dudes. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering. They might maybe, be lesbians maybe might be. trapped in a man's body, <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> four dudes. No, it's, they're not called Scissoring. They're called Scissor Fight. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm not going to, you know, I, I mean, kink shame anybody. Okay, I, it right, could be right. a fight. I don't know. They have they have an album called The Granite State. Yeah. Oh, weird. Band from New Hampshire naming their album after the, you know, nickname of the state or whatever. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the opening track is called Granite State Destroyer. And the opening lyric is, weed, guns, and axes. We don't pay our taxes. Because we don't exist on any government list. Word. Nice. Now, this is a New Hampshire-based band well, that gotta, has no affiliation with anything libertarian, anarchist. They have no, they're rock and roll, right? They're but that's doomer, ingrained in their kind of rock, yeah. right? They're but just they're cool, man. they're from New Hampshire. And, like, and this is like, that's what I mean. This is the underrated thing that when people think about secession or liberty movements or whatever, like New Hampshire is already conditioned to be the live free or die state, yeah. right? It already doesn't have a whole bunch of laws that other places have. We're the only state in the union with no seatbelt law. We're the only state yeah. in the union with no helmet it's, law. It's little right? stuff it's, like that, yeah. right? Open carry, go ahead. Yeah. You don't yeah. need concealed carry, don't need a permit. Just go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like arm yourself, defend yourself to your heart's content. And mm-hmm. let me let me tell you, like drive 30 minutes south and people can't fathom any of that. I know. They can't fathom it's the imaginary open carry. Border. Yeah. It's the imaginary yeah. border that makes them scared. But there's a reason why you either live on this side of the border or that side of the border. So at any rate, we'll post uh, links to this article about secession to all of our social media so that you can not only reread it, but also uh, there's some YouTube videos, things of that nature in here, some interviews that are pretty good. But if you have a liberty mind... You want to participate in the change. Not not that you just want to sit back and watch it happen, right? If you're a spectator, stay where you're at. You know, move somewhere else. Don't move here. If you're a participant, you well, want to do something. Yeah. You want to do something. Come up here and tailgate. Here. Come no, on. I don't know. I, I 
don't even know if I'd go that far. I think if someone wants to move up here and do nothing, I think that's cool. Doing nothing is better than like wanting to control people and like hurt them. Like if you just want to come up here and, you know, exist and I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, that's fine. Like, I don't have problem, but I'm talking about like if you want to see the world change. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're, if not, you're, willing, like, this but you're not willing to do anything about it, then uh, yeah, I'd rather you not come. It's just my personal preference. Okay. Right. That's not to say that if somebody comes and does nothing, I'm going to stop them. I'm not. That's fine. Yeah. Right. As long as they're not harming anybody think, or anybody's um, property. But but to me, I think doing nothing is doing something. Existing here and being a peaceful you, person you can't do nothing and contributing. By well, doing something. well, you can't you, you can't do nothing. Period. Right. So they're contributing to the economy. They're 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 Bringing doing skill something. Sets, maybe. Yeah. Like they're they're probably working. I mean, like don't come here and be okay, like, but like a welfare whore. But how or are they voting? Right. Like this is these are concerns. Maybe they're that not I have, voting. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and that's fine too. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But if they're moving here because like, oh man, the city just got too expensive for me. They're not going to vote the same way. And now now they're going to try and like turn this into California. No, I don't want yeah. you here. Right. Right. You but want to turn it into New York? No, I don't want you want to turn yeah. it into Massachusetts. Right. No, yeah. no, I don't yeah, want I you agree here. with that. Right. But if you can go from blue to red and then from red to gold, that's the way to do it. Not the gold toilet, but gold being libertarian. Yeah. yeah. If it if it it slowly has to change away from socialism to, you know, quote unquote right wing to a point where it's like, all right, well, you know, well, everyone goes libertarian. I like no wing. Well, no wing. Yeah. yeah. But you got to you got to turn the ship. Yeah. It's got to eventually get past that to. Yeah, humankind needs to make a consciousness shift. And the only way that I could see that happening is for a bunch of people who are like-minded to gather together and show other people how it's done. Let's invent. Let's build. Let's let's show other people that, yes, humankind can indeed and most definitely survive by interacting with each other on an individual basis voluntarily without mm. violating anybody's consent. Right. But we also, I mean, you know, like I know you, that you don't vote, but I mean, if people didn't vote for Matt or Jason, they wouldn't be getting this done. So their their thing is to, to do things by voting and using the system yeah. to turn over the system. Yeah, and yeah. that's their thing. That's their yeah. their choice to participate right. in that way to help us build something, right. to help us grow. And in the past hour, the uh, U.S. debt has rose by $1.2 billion. Jeez. Oh! Wow. 603-283-6160. Does your debt compare to the government's <laughs> debt? We've got more Free Talk Live coming up. Our number three is next. Free Talk Live. And we're Pickleback. What did I say? Pickleback. No, we're Pickleback. What? Yeah, we're not only back, we're pickleback. <laughs> we're pickleback. Uh, soggy pickle. <laughs> soggy pickle. That's our today's... Shot of Jameson. That's today's code word, soggy pickle. Uh, is it a euphemism? Is it some sort of secret signal to the, uh, what do you call it, the fifth column, the underground, the Ooh. rebellion, the underground. if you will? Like, if you're listening to this radio program, literally, you are part of the underground. You are the resistance. The, the resistance. You are the people who desire freedom from oppression, specifically from the organization commonly referred to as government. Uh, yes, you are that. So, soggy pickle to you. <laughs> Call in now. 603-283-6160 uh, if you want to talk about your soggy pickle. 
please call. <laughs> Before we go on, I do have to say thank you to tonight's amplifier. What is an amplifier? Well, you can find out over at amps.freetalklive.com. Amps stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. What this is is a way for you to donate to us in order to get this radio program onto more radio stations. We're currently on 180 or so radio stations. We could be on 200, 250, 300. Not out of the question. It's up to you. Uh, tonight's amplifier is former Free Talk Live host, uh, co-host, Allie Havens. Wow, cool. And she is a gold-level amplifier, which means she gives 10 bucks. Uh, we only asked for five. That's a silver level. Uh, there's some little benefits that you get if you do uh, decide to become an amplifier. So at the silver level, there's some things you get. At the gold level, you get another thing. And at the platinum level, Plutonium you get a couple other things. Level. Yeah. Uh, you can find out more over at amps.freetalklive.com. If you like the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the topics that we bring, the perspective of liberty, freedom, uh, all things voluntary, don't violate consent, things like that, then please become an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Allie Havens. We appreciate you. All right, moving right along. We want to talk about, we were talking about secession, mm -hmm. and uh, I've posted uh, the links to all of our stories so far tonight on our social media just uh, during the break there. Right on. During that, that first round of secession talks, yeah. uh, I remember Ian said, just to, just to kind of paraphrase it, he goes, just think like, who would want to join the United States? Right. That, I remember him saying that. I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, who would want to vote? Like, hey, you want to be part of our thing? We're really in debt. Yeah. Uh, we've got wars all over the world. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? The people who do our economy's um, out of control. Yeah. We got inflation yeah. at record levels, and I, and I just saw people a story. can't afford to eat. I just you saw. Join? A, I saw a story today that Venezuelan immigrants in Chicago are moving back to Venezuela because yeah. it's so bad. In Chicago. Well, and I, and I think that happens a lot where people will migrate here um, out of desperation because either their country is even worse, right, or there are so many. Like maybe at one point, America was this beacon. Yeah. Of freedom, kind of. Sure. Compared um, to many other places, com compared yeah. to many Probably other places, still is, right? Yeah. Like even like not even that long ago. Um, so I think sometimes people get like a lot of misconceptions about what's going to happen for them when they get here, um, and then they are usually, I'm assuming, disappointed. Or like I yeah. said, they're coming from somewhere where there's like gang violence in the well, streets, and it's really, really awful. And they're like, "Listen, I just want like a safe place to live. A gold yeah. toilet. This is this is good enough. You know, <laughs> I've got gold I toilets. Listen, I don't need a gold toilet. I just need to like not fear for my life every day. Right. And, you know, oh that's why they're leaving so, Chicago. Probably like Jesus, it's better in here's, Venezuela. Here's one yeah. thing that won't I mean, happen. <laughs> I guarantee you, this will not happen. When the dollar collapses or when it's about to collapse, when government fails and crumbles in the same way that the former Soviet Union did, right? Because that's the nearest example we have to what yep. is likely to happen here. Mm -hmm. Because all empires die. Mm -hmm. uh, the government's not going to give you any warning. Right? They're going to tell you everything's Friday. fine. Yeah, Friday they're afternoon. Gonna give you, yeah, they're going to give you the jobs. Oh, yeah, jobs are fine. Yeah. People are working more. And, nope, unemployment's down. And, like, they're going to fudge all these numbers to have, lull you into a false belief of security, which they're already doing, right? Yeah, if you actually right. look at the numbers and then you look at what they're saying, you're like, total lie. 
But, like, yeah, you can't I mean, hold these people accountable for what they say because they're freaking politicians. I also think um, it's so easy to distract people. You don't even really have to lie to them because they're just not paying attention. Yeah, look where? You know, I mean. Look, football. Or or something. Yeah, football. <laughs> like, look at this. Look at that. Um, or TikTok. Why don't you go on TikTok? We love TikTok. Mm, they're um, not and all buying this the whole stuff. Ukraine thing. Uh, bombing yeah. in Israel. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like, I mean, it is impossible to ignore the fact that groceries are so much more expensive. Right. Rent's so much more expensive. Yep. You can't buy a house. You can't qualify for a mortgage. Like, right. all of these things. Like, that is impossible to hide at this point. But I think a lot of people feel helpless against it. And they're just like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. And this is just the way it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, at least I have TikTok. Right. Wait till they pull the plug on the internet. Ooh, yeah, what are you going to do then? Well... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, the government is not going to warn you of its own imminent collapse, right? And so if you're not thinking about it already, you should. You should start asking yourself, wait, is the government going to collapse? No, no, it no. won't. Well, how do you know? What do you know, right? Like, get yourself an education if you haven't already. Because once you start looking into it, it gets ugly real quick, and you're going to be in denial. You're going to be like, no, 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 that's not true. And then you're going to read some more about it, and you're going to look at some other things, and somebody else that you know is going to present you with something that you didn't even know out of left field, and it'll be like, oh, my gosh, really? That's, the epiphany mm, that moment. Total, yeah, right. and, right, and eventually you're going to have, right, the epiphany. You're going to have the aha. You're going to wake up, if you will. Not yeah. become woke. You're going to wake up, awaken, mm-hmm. if you will, take to the reality. Take off the glasses, you yeah. know? It's right. like they live, right? You know, the opposite of that, right? Yeah. You take the glasses mm-hmm. off. Like, oh, my gosh, reality is totally different. Than yeah. what I have believed it was mm-hmm. all of my freaking life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, so um, it's probably going to happen on a Friday, maybe like Thanksgiving weekend. Like, oh, everyone's like everything's fine. Friday, yeah, the Black banks Friday, are, New banks Black are Friday. closed. You know, everyone's shopping like crazy. <laughs> and then Monday, oh, the banks aren't open on Monday. Bank holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only get so much money. That's, I mean, that's that no, stuff I, is happening I in think... other countries where you can only get like a thousand dollars a day out of your bank. I think the first indicator is going to be the same as it was in 2008, and that's a stock market collapse. That's going to be your first sort of canary in the coal mine, yep. right? Outside of the massive inflation that's happening currently, outside of the continuous printing of money out of thin air, backed by nothing, uh, and uh, arming of people in places that we have no no business being in or doing anything about. Um, are there other places on planet Earth where governments tax their people to fund stuff over here. <laughs> it doesn't no. seem like it. I don't think so. I can't name one. No. I've never heard of such a thing. No. Right? I've never heard of, oh, well, you know, the United States, uh, the prices of groceries are going up. But thankfully, Italy is taxing their citizens more and sending us billions of dollars in aid. <laughs> well, they usually use war as an example or as a, an excuse, I suppose. Italy? No, just in general. Well, well right, the, yeah. the United States uses war. Like, oh, we have to save everybody. Yes. Well, and they, they also use NATO. Smedley Butler, some. war is the health of the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the United States dollar, people are like, uh, well, it's not backed by anything. Well, that's not necessarily true. It, once upon a time, it was backed by gold. It's backed and by then, battleships. And then yeah. 1913 came around, and then uh, 19, was it 71? We Nixon fully gold, went off the, the gold, gold, the gold, gold standard. standard yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's when it became truly fiat currency. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's backed by your kids when you register them. Well, it's backed mm-hmm. by uh, the full faith force and violence yeah. of the government, of right. the U.S. It's military. By, it's backed by battleships and F-35s. Yeah. That's it's, what it's backed it's by. It's a violent, violence-based currency. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, if I had my druthers, I would choose a currency that isn't backed by violence. And thus I do. I choose things like gold backs. I choose things like cryptocurrency. Dash. I choose things like dash. I choose things like, uh, did I say gold backs? Yeah, gold, gold and backs, silver yeah. coins and right. all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, ammunition even to some extent, right? Yeah, that's, that's good trading. You know, property, if you will. Oh, that's silver. Right? Even oh, though, yeah. Even though the official registrar of your property is the state and you technically are only a tenant even if you pay off your mortgage because yeah. you still have to pay rent to the state, like that still holds its value as a thing far more than a violence-based currency will. Interesting. I heard about uh, inflation in the U.S. versus inflate versus inflation for the U.S. dollar around the world. So obviously, we could see things in the United States in inflation, groceries, gasoline. Well, actually, mm-hmm. gasoline is going down because the recession is coming. So the demand is going down for gasoline. So the prices are coming down. But as the U.S. dollar, I think it's the U.S. dollar index around the world goes up because of the petrodollar, and yeah. that's really what's scary is the petrodollar. So if yeah. if someone like Japan has to has to buy dollars to buy oil, right. means that the dollar can be inflated. So they need more money to buy more dollars, and it's basically bankrupting a lot of countries. Not bankrupting, but really putting the squeeze on them for the dollar being inflated around the world too. Oh, yeah. We're and, exporting inflation. And I'm trying to remember the exact quote. I think I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, <laughs> you guys familiar with the science fiction show Firefly? No. I am not. Oh. Enlighten us. You guys need to watch Firefly. that show. It's classic. It's a space, I'm classic. It's a space, it's a space <laughs> western. <classic. laughs> uh, it's one of these unfortunate series that was great, but they never renewed it. Instead, they made a movie to sort of close it out. Yeah. yeah. But you should watch it. It's legendary in the sci-fi community. Uh, This is a quote from uh, a man called Shepard Book. Government is just a body of people, usually and notably ungoverned. Hmm. Yeah. The the people in the government are ungoverned. Correct. What are they governed by? Who governs the governors? Yeah, right. 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 So... Like, people are like, anarchy can't... Well, it does exist. It just exists at a level where, like, all of the tyrants get together and function sovereignly. You just don't get to be free. It's a big club and you're not in it. Right. Yep. Exactly. And governments are just a body of people, most notably, ungoverned. So, they are. Like, governments are anarchists, right? Because they don't follow anybody else's rules. They only follow what they want to. Right, and even if yeah. they make up rules that are supposed to apply to them, they ah, no, it's not for me. Right, government but, usually attracts people that shouldn't be in government anyway. Oh yeah, it's, it's a magnet. It's, <laughs> it's a, a magnet mag- for psychopaths, sociopaths, tyrants. Yeah. Show business idea. for ugly people. And and even if you're like you're like a moral person, you try to do the right thing, right? You're a, you're a noble. You have noble intent, mm-hmm. right? You maybe you go into the military, you get out, you go into politics or something like that. And now you've got like, well, he was in the military, so sure, he'd make a fine representative, or whatever, right? right? America. Um, yeah, you you go into into all of that. Politics will turn you into a tyrant. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the system itself is corruption, 
right? There's no there's no way to have an organization known as government not be corrupt because it is based on corruption. It is based on forcing you to do what they want, forcing you to give them a portion of your life's effort at the risk of dying. Yeah. Or Ultimately, being thrown yeah. in a cage or <laughs> yeah, both, yeah, yeah. right? Depending right. on how what level of resistance you yeah. put up, right? Right, right. So, uh, yeah, that's why I think it should go away. Case closed. It's pretty simple, yeah. I like it. All right. Uh, we teased, I'll vote for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> we yeah, teased, my vote, Captain. Would you, would, Captain, would you vote for that? <laughs> You're hired. Somebody on online, too, was like, well, I don't know much about you, and you probably don't have much of a career in politics, but I'd vote for you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't run I mean, because I don't. Like, I don't yeah, want to force my opinion on you. That's right. why I'd vote for you. Or other people's opinions on anyone else. Right, yeah. I'd vote for you because you think voting is immoral. I'm, I'm, voting, <laughs> I'm voting for you because you're not running. Right. I'm not going to vote either for <laughs> you. That'd be funny if, like, an anarchist got wrote in and won. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My first act is, you know, whatever of this seat is. I quit. I, I hereby dissolve this yeah, seat. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Cutting I the quit. budget to zero. You start putting pictures of, like, the desk in your office on the free list on Craigslist. Yeah. You know? right. That's all. I, I, it, what's the the show Parks and Recreation with Ron Swanson, who was yeah. a libertarian, yeah. and, and they're sitting in that meeting, and they're like, "We're going to cut the budget uh, from the Parks and Recreation Department." He's like secretly like going, "Yes, yes," <laughs> smiling. <laughs> all right, uh, we teased this story uh, a little bit ago, a couple of segments ago, but I do want to talk about it because, well, it's hilarious, but also. Mm, like I think, like this is a an example of what we would see in a truly free market. This from Zero Hedge, prolific wanker known as the Sperminator, <laughs> creates unvaxxed sperm group on Facebook after requests skyrocket. Now, uh, that's a loaded, uh, a loaded headline. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, so let's just uh, the you stock know. is rising. A man known as the Sperminator has created an offshoot of the largest sperm donation group in the United States, which only provides sperm from men who have refused to take the COVID vaccine shot. Uh, let's see, where does it start into? Uh, Jonathan David Rinaldi, the Sperminator himself, hmm. was a frequent donor to a Facebook group <laughs> called Sperm Donation USA. However... After noticing a massive increase in requests for unvaccinated sperm, he started his own splinter group, the Daily Mail reports. And they have a picture, uh, yeah, it's a tweet, okay, whatever. Uh, Rinaldi's group boasts nearly 250 members who have helped many people successfully start families, according to the report. Most members are offering their sperm for free. Rinaldi, age 44, is one of the millions of Americans who has been captured by the theory that the COVID vaccines somehow damaged the reproductive system. Theory? Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we have evidence, theory? but... I guess it's... Well, you this has been written by court, him, but... so this is written by... I don't even know yeah. who wrote this, but... Uh, quote now from him, I don't trust big government, big pharma, I don't trust them, and I don't need to inject myself with things that I don't even know what it is, said cool. Mr. Rinaldi. Smart guy. Users of Mr. Rinaldi's group share this false idea with posts. <laughs> false idea. I love yeah. when they say stuff like that. Well, this is, a, like, this is written by not Zero Hedge. This yeah, is a quote from I know, I know. Uh, anyway, uh, with posts linking the COVID shot to sperm death and other vaccine-related misinformation. Oh. Cryos, one of America's largest sperm banks, told Daily Mail 
it had a very it had very few clients requesting information about unvaccinated donors. But anecdotally, DailyMail.com has seen new interest in unvaccinated sperm donors on the Facebook groups in the U.S. Women searching for unvaccinated sperm donors, specifically no COVID vax on their posts, looking to find a baby-making partner. Uh, and they give you an example. Uh, looking for unvaccinated sperm donors near New Jersey. Uh, I am a single mother to a two-year-old and would like to give her a sibling I'm looking to inseminate in late September. FYI, I will not explain why. I desire an unvaccinated donor in this thread, and I'm not interested in being educated about the COVID jab. I'm only looking for a potential donor. Wow. So that's an example. of Yep. Give your sperm, not your opinions. <laughs> men in the group identify themselves with descriptors such as unvaccinated men. Uh, or sperm not modified by mRNA. One recipient of said unvaxxed sperm posted a photo of her positive pregnancy test with the caption, one more farm-raised, not pharma-raised baby is on its way. Nice. Cool. Free-range human. Yes. (laughs) Like, oh, you mean just like humans? It's like like an organic food. An organic person. Like, isn't that just food? Yeah, as my grandparents used to call it. Yeah, just food. Food. It's just food. According to Rinaldi, he began questioning vaccinations in general after having his own child. I've had no flu shots, no COVID shots, nothing since I was a baby, he said. My best friend growing up was not vaccinated at all, and he's totally fine and healthy. Imagine that. Jeez. When I had my first child, I started reading the inserts and the ingredients. And when the school started yeah. saying my son had to have them, I really don't like being told what to do by the government. So it made me think, and I did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's perfect. Yeah. Love this guy. Uh, there's a few more screenshots and whatnot here. Uh, again, I'll post a link to this on our social media. Rinaldi, who lives in Forest Hills, New York, first began donating sperm at the request of a lesbian friend. Now he has three children with his ex-partner and has donated sperm to conceive another 16 more. Wow. Wow. So, Hopefully he doesn't daddy. get into a p- paternity suit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a good thing he doesn't live in Washington State because kidding, right? they could sue him for child support for all of them. Oh. Yeah, Washington State. That's insane. Horrible. Yeah. Washington State, I don't know if it's true anymore, but like uh, they were the first state that I'm aware of. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know I'm not aware of most states, so take that for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. But they were the first state that I'm aware of to where uh, if you cohabitated, cohabitated with a woman who had children from a previous relationship, whether it's marriage or not, uh, and you uh, surpassed the common law duration for marriage, which I think is a year. Uh, a year? A year? Yeah, I think it's a year. Oh, my wow. gosh. Over here, it's like eight or ten years. Oh, no. I Yeah, it's it's not. No I, idea. Don't quote me on that. I, I but like whatever. Once you surpass that trigger, either way, it's not your kid. It doesn't matter how many years. Well, yeah. apparently, according to the law, it does because then if you break up, that woman can sue you for child support in addition to the child support she's already receiving no. from the previous. Father. This is in Washington. I think, uh, Washington I think State, that's yeah. terrible because it just makes single mothers even more undesirable. You know what I mean? Not not to, I'm not saying that to be mean. It's just like it it brings yeah. a whole mother liability yep. into that situation like not only are you going to have to like father someone else's children yep. but there's also like a whole nother level yep. of liability yeah if it doesn't yeah. work out between you and her and the kids yeah. from the other guy then suddenly you also have to pay her yeah, yeah. Is she getting child support from both dudes like i don't get it correct yeah she could live at the house but make sure you have a different mailing address 
legal legal address is somewhere else. Uh, Let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We've got Major Payne calling from Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Yeah, I had a thought. (coughs) I'm I'm glad. (laughs) That that sounds more like a cough than a thought, but, you know, go ahead. Ed McMahon on Free Talk Live, everybody. (laughs) I was having a hippie check. Sorry about you know the timing. Hold on. Anyway, Hold on, Major. Um, I just got done doing a stint in the hospital, and I did not want, you know, I had to have an operation. Okay. Some potential blood loss and whatnot. And I told him, I said, I don't want no damn donor blood because they have not figured out yeah. a way to screen this stuff, and you can't pick a clean, uh, a clean pint that hasn't been vaccinated. Yeah. Right. So, um, one last plea: the doctor calls. The doctor comes in and says, "Now, in an emergency situation where you're absolutely in need of it, can we give you a pint of blood?" And I finally broke down and said, "Okay." But I thought a long time ago about starting a uh, blood bank of clean blood. Unvaxed, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard because there's. I mean, to do it legally so many regulations and it's so complicated like the blood donation system is super super complicated but if you're going to go in for elective surgery couldn't you just hey major can own? you hang on yeah. Major? yeah byo yeah major hang on we'll bring you back because i know you had more to say stand by 603-283-6160 is the number if you'd like to join us uh you can talk about whatever's on your mind or you can talk about this unvaxxed situation what would you do Give us a call. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Live. <laughs> no, it's Free Talk Live. With if the you cats. don't know anything about us, visit freetalklive.com to find out more. We'll answer. That only happens once a show, right? What? The, cats? The, the, the cat song. I mean, yeah, once, once a, a show, week. Once, once a week, even. So, yeah. like, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just. Just happens us. to happen it's on just Sunday. Just us because yeah. we're weird. Oh, okay. this particular crew. Okay. Yeah. No one else does It just does has such a good ring to it. <laughs> And it fits the song. Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. works, you know? Yeah. Uh, before we go on, you could be very cat-like and pen a letter to either Ian Freeman or Aria Demetza, who, uh, as you may or may not know, Ian Freeman is the founder of this show, which just celebrated its 22nd year of existence as a nationally syndicated radio talk show. Uh, he was arrested for voluntary interact- voluntarily interacting with other human beings uh, to exchange uh, things like the United States dollar for things like Bitcoin. Uh, and even though the state itself and the federal government admitted there are no actual victims, uh, they've decided to put him in prison. They've sentenced him to eight years. Appeal is pending. So you can go over to f- uh, freekeen.com, F-R-E-E-K-E-E-N-E, 
com, And uh, you got to scroll a little bit, but there's an article there that has information on how you can write to Ian Freeman. It, uh, he's being held at the Merrimack County uh, facility uh, until I think either the next hearing that he has or the hearing after that. I'm not sure how it's going to go. So you can please write to him, tell him how you're doing, uh, you know, thank him for putting this show together and, you know, tell him how much you've enjoyed it and, uh, you know, all that kind of a thing because he could use it. Uh, the same thing goes for Aria, ariademezzo.com, A-R-I-A-D-I-M-E-Z-Z-O.com. Uh, she has instructions up there how you can write her yep. uh, and some other stuff there too. Uh, she's also a former first chair host here at Free Talk Live. Uh, when she gets out, we expect her to return. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens when that day comes. But uh, they could both use, you know, thoughts. I don't want to say thoughts and prayers, but, you know, something along those lines. Even just a postcard. Hey, I visited, nice, visited nice such words. and such. And, you know, I saw somebody with like a Free Talk Live sticker or something. I don't know. You know, yeah. whatever. Can you send postcards? You can, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Just don't write it in crayon. No yeah, crayon. they don't. Yeah, they don't What's like the crayon. crayon. I don't. I don't know. Uh, probably somebody figured out how to like melt the crayon down, add some LSD to it, and then <laughs> and then reform yeah. it into the shape of a crayon, and then like write it on a Burn letter, and, and then people could just eat the paper and get high. <laughs> I'm sure that like yeah. something like that happened. That's right? probably it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I mean, if you go through all that trouble, you probably. You know, deserve to have whatever you're, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, just give it to him. I went through all this effort. All right. Uh, let's bring back Major Payne. Can you hear us? Yeah, I got you. All right, good. All right. Uh, you um, came on right before the break, and I know you had more to say, so go ahead. I, well, I did, and that was on the whole COVID and blood thing. I also got a pickle story on what you guys good. are talking about right now. Um, the way that whole thing started is they used to put a drop of bladder acid on the back of the stamp and stick it on the envelope. Right. And then the cops got wise with this, so they started cutting off the stamps, and that was pretty much all they did. Hinky was your mail for, hell, I don't know, three decades or so. But, uh, this, yeah, this crayon thing, I can understand, you know, the theory behind it and whatnot, but if your kid wants to draw you a picture... You know, well, I mean, I yeah, this is a, a commentary on the war on drugs. Yeah. Right? The war on the drugs. The war on prisoners. The war on drugs is such a failure that government can't even keep drugs outside of federal prisons. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, hell, it's easier to cop dope in the, in the joint than it is oh, on yeah. the street. Absolutely. You have to pay a premium. I mean, though. hell, everybody knows everybody. You know your dealer. There ain't no. Strange guy on the corner. <laughs> right, yeah. All right. Uh, pickle story? Oh, the pickle story, yeah. There was a, uh, I don't remember the name of the company. It's out of business. I think it went out of business back in the 50s when this all went down. Mm-hmm. But they had the tallest pickle barrel in the world. It was like 55 feet or something. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, somewhere along the line, some poor dude had fallen in the barrel. And he got fermented oh, for like decades. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, when they when they finally emptied the pickle barrel, I think thirty years after they emptied it the last time, the only thing left of this dude was like bones and coveralls. Yeah, you could say he was in quite a pickle. Oh god! Oh, well, he, he got what a sour joke. And vinegar and whatnot. Kind of, kind of spicy. Yep. Yeah, kind of spicy. 
Right. Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you guys last week when you asked me if I had anything, and uh, one of them jumped right out of my head. I used to know an old girl that was, uh, I don't know if she was a dispatcher as well as a CEO, but she worked at the county jail. And uh, she told me, and this is way back in the late 80s, yeah. that 80% of the cops, and this is just county cops, in a, in a you know, peaceful place where there is I mean, it's a pretty damn stressful job. Barney Fife could handle it up here. <laughs> but uh, she said 80% of these clowns are on some kind of an antidepressant. And I'm just thinking, no wonder, you know, the world's so screwed up. Are you I mean, talking about, like, the, the supposed mass shooters? They're all on some kind of antidepressant? Well, the mass shooters, too. I mean, in case you ain't noticed, they've never released. All right, so then if you're not talking the about the CEOs, right? Weren't you talking about the the correctional officers? Yeah, that was la- that was last week. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying well, the COs are the ones on antidepressants? Yeah. Well, w- last week we were talking about the mass shooters being on them and how, yeah. how they never okay. released any information. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised anyway. though. I mean, imagine being like a prison guard and just seeing that all day long, right? Prisoners, you know, being kept in cages, being told what to do, right? Conforming and being docile and compliant, and then an occasional riot breaks out or a food fight in the in the you know cafeteria or whatever, right? That kind of a thing, um, you know, perhaps uh, you, being involved in caging humans inhumanely uh, makes one depressed i don't know i'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist or a mental health professional but you do the math seems to me it it fits you're going to be a guard in you know a place where prisoners are being held might be kind of a depressing i wonder i wonder if they call i'm not i'm not i'm not talking about the ceos i'm talking about the patrol officers oh and like i said this is a very low stress county i mean you know they Mm. might go out and serve Tax violations and whatnot, but the state well, troopers. Handle yeah, do you think? Do you think that's their subconscious kicking in, going, "I'm a thug." Well, <laughs> let's just put this into perspective. This is an article from 2016. One in six Americans take antidepressants. Uh, I have this other study during 2015 to 2018. 13.2 percent of Americans aged 18 or over report taking an antidepressant medication in the past 30 days. What percentage? Um, 13 percent. 13.2. And then I have another article from 2022. To, from July 8th, 2022, antidepressant prescribing increases by 35% in the past six years. Okay. I was going to say, so I think that those is, numbers are higher, and I'm correct. They are higher they're, now. They're, they're, no, they're yeah. climbing. They're yeah. climbing. So SSRIs are very, very commonly prescribed. And I bet the COVID shutdown is going to bump them up. Absolutely. Like it did. Absolutely mm-hmm. it did. And yeah, I'm suicides sure suicides went up. Yeah. You know. Um, oh yeah, everything everything heinous went up. I yeah. mean, but yeah. you know yeah. the government got its uh, greasy dick beaters on us and most of them got brainwashed and what are you gonna do when you're surrounded by stupid? Yeah. I mean seven out of ten people are blithering idiots. This is an old PBS story I heard. <laughs> <laughs> And they did a survey of, I don't remember, it was like 10,000 people or 1,000 people or what. But they asked them a simple question. Do you think you have common sense? And seven out of the ten said yes. Well, then they gave them a paper test to see if what actually existed in their mind complied, you know, with general reality. And it turned out that only three of the seven passed. (laughs) So, of course. 
seven out of ten people that we are surrounded with are blithering idiots. <laughs> Major Payne, thank you for the call, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> That's just like uh, uh, four out of five people preferred democracy. <laughs> four out yeah. of five dentists preferred trident chewing gum or something. Like, well, who's the other dentist who said no? We need uh, to know that person. Nine out of ten people prefer gang rape. Yeah. Because right, there's one that doesn't prefer it, <laughs> no. right? but the other 10 do, and that's democracy. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, let's go to, we've got David in New Mexico calling. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Man, I'm relieved. I thought uh, Major Cleary had died, but he had only just been in the hospital. Yeah. We're happy, too. Yep. And uh, He was in a pickle. Let's see. In a pickle, yep. Well, I'm in a pickle right now. I'm in the cow, in the cow, oh, i got to get the accent on. I'm in the cowboy hot tub as we speak. Well, at least the major was juiced up before he called. What's your excuse? Because I do it every day because it's helpful, ask Nikki. Wait, are you in a hot tub right, filled Nikki. with pickle juice? No, 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 no. Getting oh. pickled in the hot tub. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Right. Wait, yeah. you're you're bathing in, like, vinegar and garlic? No, no, no. Well, you can do it many different ways, dude. You can do it with vinegar and garlic. You can do it with alcohol. You can just do it just with the plain old hot water and get pickled. I see. Use a tequila to get pickled. Yeah, you can do that, too, especially if you, you use in uh, New Mexico. What if I don't want a pickle? I just want to ride my motorcycle. <laughs> well, we got a dude. There's a dude that always calls in the local radio station. He always uh, Is his name uh, David? requests that song. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, we got we got a dude that calls in the local radio station, that KKK, KKK. I always forget. KKK, KKK. Wow, jeez, man. Come on. In, 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 Al- in Al- Al- Albuquerque. And he always requests that song, that uh, 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 pickle motorcycle thing, whatever that is. Anyway, uh, Arlo, that was Arlo Guthrie, wasn't Arlo it? Arlo Guthrie, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I've been around the block and a, in a few cowboy hot tubs. They brought out the 8 by 10 photos with the circles and arrows in the back of each one, explaining what each one mm-hmm. was to be used against mm-hmm. us. Yep. Alice's Restaurant, too. That's the one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I did see uh, Arlo Guthrie at the at the theater down. I forget the name of the theater, but it was downtown uh, Salt Lake City. Saw Arlo Guthrie back then, back when I saw John Cash. That was before John cool. Cash was dead. I didn't see him. I didn't see him after he was dead. I saw him before he's dead. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, yeah, well, it's the best. You know, they think better before the dead. Although hey, there Nikki. is a uh, there is a I'm going to call them a metal band. I, I they might be more industrial than metal, but uh, well, they're called the metal, in your, the metal in your business. They're, they're called they're called Static X. Hmm. And, I know uh, them. I saw them in concert. I saw them in concert with my ex baby mama from hell. All right. So, so yep. Wayne Static, the singer of that band, died, and so the band was Good. sort of sort of done for. Right. Except hopefully the baby mama uh, will too. They decided to have a reunion show where a hologram of the lead singer oh, appeared geez. singing, and then they found uh, we'll call him another singer who kind of is about the same height and same, you know, build and all that kind of stuff. But they sort of, they kind of paint him as a negative. And I mean that as in like film, a negative. So it's like, you know, he has like white face and like he's dressed in black or whatever. But he's got, it's sort of like the, uh, I don't know, like the bizarro version of the real singer. Right. And so now he's doing shows with the band and they're talking about using him to do a new album. Wow. So it's weird. Cool. Yeah. It's never been done before. Substitute one singer for the other. And never, 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 heard of that. never done that. Yeah, Guar's never done nope. it. Nope. Nope. Nobody never has, done man. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be the Beatles, that. Beatles just did that. Van Halen would never do that. 
ACDC? Yeah. Well, Van, you mean Van Hagar would never do that. Van Hagar did it. Well, no, no, no. Van Hagar didn't do it. Van Halen did do it. With that, Sammy that Hagar, and now Hager. everybody Van calls Hager. it Van Hagar, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Nikki, Nikki, you're so fine. Um, how, how in the world did you get bullied on the school bus? Um, yeah, you want to hear the story? Yeah. I do. Um, Nikki, tell us a story. Tell us a story. It was because I was curvier than the other fifth graders. Well, <laughs> curvier? Yeah. Okay, like I had a big butt. Gla- oh. No, I had a I had a booty, and they were offended by that. And then oh, fast forward, side. yeah, fast forward to middle school, and then, and I had older sisters, right? So yeah. I was like, nah, I'm pretty sure that's a a good thing. But sure, you fifth graders. Yeah. And then a couple years later, lo and behold, it is a bad thing to have what I like to call a pancake butt. <laughs> so... <laughs> They got looky, theirs. Looky, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, so. I, I knew this girl. That's why, karma. Why that, why that Nikki? Nikki, you're fine. Hmm? Why that? What? Why is oh. it bad to have a pancake butt? Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it don't look all, good. Define, define, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, define the uh, uh, speed of light. I mean the pancake butt. A flat butt. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I never, I never seen such a thing. But it's, yeah, it's scientifically bad. appealing to for women to have curves. I think yeah, that's like uh, evolution, and you know what I mean. Like man. nine Spender out of ten men it. prefer a woman with more curves than <laughs> yeah. I don't know who the other how, guy how is, but that, how does that uh, song he's go? Gay. That Benner, he's been a ruin of uh, many a uh, young man. Or he's probably just had a number of curvy women and is tired of it. Now he wants the skinny bread, the pancake, and the, with Twiggy. the pancake butt. Yeah. yeah, Twiggy. Just to appreciate, yeah. Wait, put, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This, this isn't computing. N- Nikki, you had what you call a pan- pick, pancake butt, which you describe as no. flat. No, that, no, no, no. Correctly? no. The opposite. Oh, the opposite. Oh, okay. That, yeah, okay. That's what I was picturing. So whatever happened to the top side? What? No. All right. Hey, thanks no, for the call, David. <laughs> he's on like a, like a, I don't know if he was like. He's, he's trying to be funny. He's on 1.5. He, he, he seems like he's on something. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. think? He took the desert, the desert Adderall. Yeah. Little peyote. <laughs> did you pickled, pickled in the hot tub. Yeah. He's did pickled. You, did you pickle a mush, the wrong kind of mushroom in your hot tub? Uh, you know. Anyway, 603 283 We might have time for you. You know that in, in 1948 in Connecticut, pickle packer Sidney Sparer and Moses Dexler. Wait, wait. Is what? this... Picky people pick Peter Pan peanut butter because it's the peanut butter picky people pick. No, it's oh, not. This okay. is about this is about bouncing pickles. Bouncing pickles. Yes, in mm. Connecticut, and it's been a, a, an urban legend forever. But it's I guess true that uh, if your pickles do not bounce in Connecticut, it is illegal. Oh yes, I've heard this before. <laughs> yes, yeah. I actually learned that in public What's school. That? What's that reason video series where they did that? Did you know yeah. that it's illegal in Connecticut for right. you to you know sell a pickle that doesn't bounce? Right. So yeah. these people were arrested in Ellington for conspiring to sell pickles that were unfit for human consumption because they couldn't bounce. Yeah, officials. I use that with air quotes. Officials reportedly described the situation as the case of the pickles, the case of the pickles that weren't that wouldn't bounce. That was. Uh, what year is this? 1948. Okay. The Connecticut Food and Drug Commission official, Frederick Holbrook, said a good test to determine if something is a good pickle is to drop it one foot and see if it bounces. In this case, the pickle splattered. 
<gasps> so they were each charged with violating the state yeah. statute concerning a concerning adulteration and misrepresentation adulteration? of food products. Oh my god! Yeah. So the pickles were destroyed. Now that's a soggy pickle. <laughs> so yeah, I guess the, you know pickles have to bounce in Connecticut. Wow. Or they are illegal. The when officials. That, when did that start? 1948. Jeez. Yeah. So is it still illegal? Illegal. Uh, you know, there's also another law in Connecticut that you can't call yourself. No, if if you're a tavern in Connecticut, uh, and I, I could probably look this up on the Magic Rectangle, but if you own a tavern, I think there's only six taverns in Connecticut, and it has to have a glass front. You can only serve beer and wine. You have to be closed on Saturday, and women cannot work there. I think that's still Saturday? on the books. Or Sunday. And women cannot work there? Yeah, women cannot work there. Yeesh. That's the uh, legal definition of a tavern in Connecticut. And I huh. think it's, you know, it's probably moot at this point. Probably not enforced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I can't remember the the name of the uh, what they did. So I'm the pickle people keep looking for <laughs> the, the Peter Pan pickle pick people. <laughs> picky people pick Peter Pan peanut butter because it's the peanut butter picky people pick. Mm. Uh, yeah, when I was young, I memorized all sorts of <laughs> stupid things from television because, well, uh, we didn't have the internet, so you just sort of <laughs> you have to remember stupid things from television. Yeah, you just sort of you know picked and choose, chose, chosen. Yeah, pick. you did choose and pick. Yeah. I know a uh, lot of Simpsons quotes. Really, just because yeah, yeah. it was before the internet. Yeah. When the Simpsons came out. Maybe like right around the time of the internet. Wow. You know, and Saturday Night Live stuff. Just useless stuff. I memorized a uh, a Twizzlers commercial, of all things. Really? Yeah, it's a, I am a mouth, and my job is to eat things. <laughs> One really fun thing I get to eat is Twizzlers candy. Wow. They're so chewy, and they're so juicy. So if you have a mouth, and I know you do, may I personally recommend Twizzlers? I was not paid anything by Twizzlers to recite that to you here today <laughs> on the radio, just so you know. So Our no compensation was Twizzlers, given. Twizzlers, uh, <laughs> you want to send some crypto to uh, at Kickass. Uh, that is my uh, vanity handle. Crypto receive address. Just at Kickass. Is that like a vanity plate? It, it kind of is. So instead of having to like scan a QR code yeah. or uh, have this long string of numbers and letters that don't make any sense and nobody can possibly memorize, much less recite. There's a thing called the FIO protocol, F-I-O. Yes. It's available at least in Edge wallets if you have an Edge cryptocurrency wallet. Really? Uh, yeah, you have to you have to pay something for it. It's like an annual thing to it's like renew it or whatever. It's a very small amount. But it, like, and you like, can pay it in crypto. Yeah. Really? It's yeah. like two bucks or something, right? So I can have my own vanity at Steve Classic? Yeah. 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 And it's probably available. I have Nikki Sunshine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I actually have more than I have at Kickass, and I believe I also have at Captain Kickass. That's absolutely so, unbelievable. I might even have, well, I don't want to say it because if I don't, then I don't want people sending crypto to it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twizzler, send some crypto to at Kickass. Uh, in compensation for, you know, voluntarily reciting that your, commercial from what, 1982 or something, <laughs> 1982, possibly. I'm not sure. Nice. Uh, I was looking for this playlist uh, from Reason TV called Crime Squad. Is that what the uh, puppets? It is, but they don't, I don't tell you which one is the, I'm trying to find the one that's the, uh. The one that, that I'm looking for. I don't want to spoil it for y'all. So anyway, uh, if I don't find it, well, whatever. It's fine. 
We'll never know. We'll put in the show oh. prep for next the week. world uh, may never know. Uh, not that one. Wow. Should we hit the dump button just for uh, the fun of it? No, I think <laughs> these point, are all. I think these are all PG, actually. So let me see if I can find about the taverns in Connecticut. Uh, I know <laughs> that New Hampshire uh, really likes to uh, believe that they don't have bars, right? Yeah, uh, they just have to serve drink. food, right? They just right. have to give you potato they require, chips or something. Yeah, they require these Bar places peanuts. that give uh, liquor licenses uh, to. <laughs> Uh, to uh, serve food and therefore call them restaurants. Yeah. So even though their primary business is slanging the dranks, uh, no, they they are indeed uh, bars. Uh, You know, they'll have live music and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, I know um, in some states or some counties or cities during COVID, they weren't allowing bars to be open unless they served food, right? So it had to be a restaurant. So there are bars that were opening, and they would just hand people a bag of potato chips on their way in. Uh-huh. Uh, and this Cuomo was chips. this was I not we talked about this was not good enough for the state in this in these cases. <laughs> they were reprimanded for such actions. Oh, but... I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. Like, oh, is that not good enough? It's like no, you buy this dollar thing of potato chips, and now was you can a come drink. Sandwich and just throw it away. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. bought it. You got. You bought your food. You don't have to eat it. You bought it. For right. a dollar. All right, let me see if I let me see if I have this right. Uh... One frozen cherry tart, please. Sure. You want the four-inch tart or the six-inch tart? I'm so sorry. You wearing a wire, you rat? They made me do it. They made me do it. It's a federal crime to call a frozen cherry pie a frozen cherry tart if its diameter is more than four inches. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Crime Squad. Yeah, I remember this? <laughs> Cherry tart. The pickle doesn't bounce. Illegal. Yeah. Federally. Federally. Wow. Really? Federally illegal. Come what on. What would we do without the federal government to tell us that We'd we be can't... free and happy and prosperous and everybody would be able to no. keep all, everything that they earned. You and you would only pay for the things that you needed and wanted. A and... six-inch cherry tart? That's insane. I'm going to go find one. We need the one. feds to arrest <laughs> cherry tart dealers. Uh, we are out of time. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Steve Classic, for joining me tonight. Thank you to all of our callers, our listeners, uh, our amplifiers. And uh, if you missed any part of the program, please visit the archives at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. This is Mark Edge with Free Talk Live. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com is one of the best real estate agents I've ever worked with. I've been through about two dozen real estate transactions in my life, and I feel like I know what I'm doing, but there's always the things that you don't know that you don't know. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com found a problem with the house that I was buying that ultimately saved me $65,000. He's a consummate professional, holds his people to his own high standards, and I would unequivocally recommend him for any real estate purchase in New Hampshire. Don't sell yourself short. Contact PorcupineRealEstate.com.